<laughs> great start. Uh, just thought the best way to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> you hit the pole. You hit the pole. I hit the pole. I hit the you wall. Hit the post. I, I, oh, I, 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 I careened <laughs> I into the post. <laughs> the post. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is a different sort of episode where we don't have a cold open, which you can see completely derails me from the get go. Uh, I don't even know what episode it is. Kaz, how's it going, buddy? It is episode 87. Good. Thanks for the yeah. answer. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> episode 87. This is our, our, nice. our kind of, kind of, sort of end of the year. One of the, the end of the year shows that we do. So this one, the Game Awards uh, are, yeah. are coming up. We uh, at the end of the and, year uh, we do a bunch of like silly stuff like this because we have the game awards. We do during the middle of the year we have like the E threes and stuff and and uh, and that whole convention. And sometimes if there's a special announcement or whatever or whenever they spread it out, we do that kind of shit. But end of the year involves uh, uh, game of the year and also uh, predictions for next year, which is the next probably upcoming silly show like this that's going to happen at some point near the end of the year. Um, I have in a, in, in a in a document all of the predictions we made last year of what we would expect from 2017, and I haven't read them yet. I mean, they're open to anyone that has ever seen the doc; they can read them. But I've I've refused to look at them because they're exciting to me. The only thing is, that I one of them I remembered making, and then it came true, and I'm like, I fucking won predictions. <laughs> like, <laughs> but <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, but anyways, this show is about um, uh, Jeff Keighley's uh, Game Awards, which I don't I, I know it's silly. Because Jeff Keighley's a silly little bitch, but it's kind of become the de facto game award show that everyone kind of looks at and cares about. He knows what he's doing. I he's think. trying his best, and he's got the probably the best track record of any individual person in the industry to do it. Yeah. And it's certainly not perfect, and it's certainly got its share of embarrassments, but... What, you what, know, what I like it, is it, it, is, it, it doesn't. It could it, be worse. It doesn't uh, do what all the other Hollywood types that have connections do where it doesn't it doesn't conan o'brien it where he's like genuinely just making fun of video games but like mm, trying to sure. pretend that he's a gamer like ah, i'm a fucking gamer but fucking games are for nerds dumbasses and you're like okay mm -hmm. you know like he actually is just like well, yeah no he knows people and plays games like whatever and also like from a, a like <laughs> procedural standpoint they work in uh uh you know journalists and developers and publishers they it you get the sense that they tried to get at it from every angle, yeah, as as much as possible at least. As we said, he's trying his best. He's he's the best Seacrest we have for the game world. Uh, ah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And tell Seacrest. I really. Oh shit! It's right in the top of the show. <laughs> I never. Uh, I always pretend like I'm gonna turn those off, but I don't because they support the channel and they keep this fucking show going. So uh, thank you so much, Black and Knight, for subscribing to the channel. I will interrupt the show even for that. I love you, man. Welcome to three months in a row. You were a quarter of the way through a rotation of the planet. I love you, man. Anyways, yes. What were you saying? The industry and the stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Giraffe Keeley and such. What uh, else is there? Is it the Game Award show? Is there other... There was other ones I thought that existed for a, a, a hot minute, like one or two years at a time that was like... I didn't MTV so Spike, do it. Spike TV doing something? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like MTV, well, and all of right? all of those were Jeff Keeley. Uh, Jeff oh. Keeley ran all of those. Okay. He had he called him different things uh, because I take it back. Between... Right, he ran into the ground. Fuck him, Fuck Jeff, Jeff Keeley. 
<laughs> but but you have to look at the trajectory of that and be like, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense that it's on TV. Doesn't make sense that it's yeah. on Spike. You know, all like it, it, and and it's not a good look for the industry as a whole. So it's like, it's better. It, again, it's you can tell it's trying to be better. <laughs> well, like I mean, comparatively, I think I think size wise, like what what is the you you probably know this more than I would even, but like. Mm the iterations of like web streaming awards like that have gone around like there's been yeah. some really bad ones and then some some decent ones that treat the industry like it's it fucking matters to the people that are in it versus like an offshoot of like these fucking chuckle fucks oh they're on you're on an internet television show okay like um so i think i think they did, did they still i mean are streamies the thing that are still around or i mean what's what's the thing you mean the webbies i think the yeah. webbies are probably the best known yeah but even then, the Webbies are very much like a, a slightly insidery thing. Yeah, where where the fuck is Sessler and Webb? <laughs> what they do these days? Uh, Sessler Sessler's making money doing PR, and I'm sure Morgan Webb doesn't want. I don't know what Morgan Webb is doing. I'm not going to speak for Morgan Webb. Every time I see Sessler, <laughs> it's at a convention that I go to. He's at every single convention I go to, but he's surrounded mm. by bodyguards, and then one person who's just terrified to interview with him. And it's like yeah. <laughs> okay, wow, <laughs> that's what's become. Uh, yeah, no, he got he got at the mm. journalism game to do PR, which is not an unprecedented new thing for really anybody in the in the coverage industry. Neat, neat. But yeah, so we're doing uh, we're doing this. This is the show that we watch because it's exciting and fun, and and I I like Jeff Keighley to be honest. I like it's one of those guys I, I like to make fun of, but I do like him as well. And so like whatever, uh, the shows are fun. So we'll be watching that. This 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 is an accompaniment accompaniment. I can't say it. Can't not even try. Uh, show. We're gonna get there. Don't worry. This is a companion show to yeah. <laughs> to Thursday, uh, yeah. where we're it's gonna be a little bit earlier of the normal show, but it's gonna take over the most of the block of, of, of gaming, where we cover the actual show where we watch it here and rebroadcast it because I'm sure Twitch is gonna let us because they always end up doing it at the last minute, and if they don't, we'll take it to Beam. Uh, um, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think I think so. I've ordered these in a way that I thought would be best, um, uh, and we can just go down it and talk about them. Uh, now you can chime in, chat as you want. Um, I left Game of the Year at the end just because I figured that was the Santa Claus for this parade. Uh, <laughs> but but Game of the Year, I think is that Game of the Year. I think is going to be the toughest one because I think there are just a lot of good games in their own genre yeah do i mean do you want to talk about that in general this has been a pretty blockbuster year for stuff mm. um there's definitely been a lot of big names come out between you know a new mainline resident evil a new finally persona 5 came out uh new zelda new mario new nintendo console full stop i'm sure they came out with like 80 fire emblem games this year uh, Horizon, a big a, a new IP RPG. that that yeah stood its own. That I'm glad to have played so far, and um, a fucking it, battle royale, of course. And, and yeah, Fortnite. Pub, Who thought? No, wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, also like Destiny Two is big for the people who really like Destiny. You know, okay, well, Destiny came out this year. Let's, let's do. We can talk about that when we get to Destiny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I've loved this year. I mean, this year has been. You've been seeing uh, if you if you if you follow this channel uh, throughout the year, uh, at least at the beginning of the episode, you, you, you you've seen the wave that I've ridden where. It's been times where I'm like, oh, I really don't know what to play, and I kind of want to play this, and I kind of want to play that. And then the full-blown, like, 
I got 18 games on my yeah. n document right now, and I don't know how to share any of them with you guys. Like, how about we start mm -hmm. one now, and then we'll get like two hours in, and we'll start another one after that, and then we'll like see where we feel. <laughs> like, it's mm -hmm. been it's been it's been uh, a clusterfuck uh, for my world, um, but I've mm -hmm. been loving it. Um, so I, I I yeah, I I I'm gonna start with the indie game, the the the, the hardest one to find. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> like, what does it mean to be indie anymore uh, at this point? Uh, is it the look and feel, or is it the big studios putting out shit? Uh, your best I indie mean, game. You you would think it would be any game from a non AAA publisher. I mean. Publishers pick up small games from small studios, but I think by the time, you know, a an Activision or an EA picks up your small studio, I don't think you're indie anymore. Okay. That's but my guess. I'm trying to find this in the list here. Um my, Is it, my issue my issue with this though specifically, I think, isn't so we have we have a uh uh on the list for indie game is is Cuphead, Hellblade, Night in the Woods, Pyre, and What Remains of Edith Finch. I, I'm going to start out with saying straight up and down, I loved What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, I found it fascinating. I don't know if I consider that studio very small at all. I mean, they have a lot of money behind them and people. Well, clearly the, the Game Awards probably has a, a definition for indie game. If they have their category, I don't know yeah, what it and is. And I, I would not say Giant Sparrow or their publisher, Annapurna, are... Triple A, Triple A, you know, release like Annapurna did the iOS version of Flower, you know, they they did Donut Country, like they <laughs> are not, they like they're in pocket with Sony, but they are not. I got that uh, Sony money, yo. But Cuphead has that Microsoft money. Like, I, I didn't. They didn't. They also do Kickstarter for that shit too. Like Cuphead did. Cuphead did Kickstarter uh, money. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So. Cuphead was a Kickstarter? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. That I, doesn't sound right. It was, that doesn't it sound was, right now. I think it was funded. Yeah, uh, crowdfunded, I believe. Uh, I hmm, I did not find anything to that effect. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, but Cuphead, Cuphead got, got, you know, was an early Microsoft exclusive indie game, which, it, you know, like all of these platform holders, will give money to small studios to buy these exclusivities. So, uh but then, then again, you have Hellblade Senwa's Sacrifice, which is from Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory of of a uh, 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 black uh, Koei Tecmo. Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, yeah. They they're normally with with Koei Tecmo. It seems to me that like when indie games first started becoming a word that people would use to describe these games made by a smaller groups of people. That they that the fluidity of the industry now they're starting to 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 blur the line between what is an indie game and it's becoming indie games are looking a lot better getting a lot more money and funding behind them because people got sick of fucking Halo Three or whatever whenever that happened and they started making their own little fucking games mm -hmm. and I think they're just getting more popular and they're getting folded into the the actual video game discussion more oh, yeah. Hellboy that, was, that being uh, said there's still a shit ton of fucking indie games that you can find anywhere that aren't going to be anywhere on this on uh, any kind of recognition also uh point of clarification i take back what i said about ninja theory i was thinking of team ninja yeah sorry yeah no, no is, uh 
What's it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> What's that? Big <laughs> difference, but it's pretty easy to <laughs> easy to make that mistake. <laughs> Stop ninja putting ninja in your names, guys. Uh, you can't all be ninjas, guys. Come on. But uh, uh, Hellblade was done by the guys who made what Heavenly Sword, and yes, that's that's the one I know. They did uh, Heavenly Sword. They did DMC Devil May Cry, the 2013 one. Uh, they'd also have been doing some Disney Infinity stuff for quite a while. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for these games not on my because uh, a lot of these are these are these are overflows. Like a lot of these games are in multiple categories. Uh, so I think my my uh, my original hesitance was like, oh, but I really love that game. But then I wanted to judge it based on the actual category it's in. Um, and um, I I mean I don't want to blow my load straight up and down, but Night in the Woods was my game. Uh, for for yeah. for this shit, it it was it was beautiful for me, and I had a blast. And it, <laughs> how are you how are you gonna go against Sharkle right now? How are you gonna? No, I I love Sharkle. <laughs> we have a fucking Sharkle. We only get so many emotes, and Sharkle is one of them. I know he's in the chat right now. But <laughs> here's the thing: Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods uh, is uh, is very good. Night in the Woods is no. very good, and oh, it's very no. well written. And it has a lot to discover, and it doesn't do the best job of 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 facilitating the idea of choice. Uh, also, I think all the platforming sections are completely unnecessary and uh, genuinely bad. I think all of the dream platform platforming sequences didn't need to happen, uh, and they're just a huge, huge waste of time. Padding. You Welcome know, to I, Paddington Bear. He's in I know game. that there's a I, I I what I understand is that there is a corner of that game that helps make a little more sense of those dream sequences, but but that's super tough and and I don't. Man. It's also one of those things. Like I, I I kind of agree with you, Bryce. It it's that game gives me the same feeling as like The Last of Us, right? Where it's a it's a really good story. But the gameplay is like hot street trash. It's so thrown in, like it's it's like it's oh man, we made Last this. Of us we made this so many epic game story, right? Like oh my god, like look but, at this epic story that we made. Oh shit, wait, we need we need game in here as well. well. And not like the idea of needing to have you know an interactivity element to it. I believe I, I think that we are totally capable of including any sort of very basic interactive storytelling in these in these lists. But it's the sort of thing where it's like it is a notably it's a note it's a small but notably weak moment of an otherwise really good product, right? Like all the stealth stuff in The Last of Us is not great and it's very difficult yeah. and it gets in the way of the game. Yeah. Uh, I think the platforming stuff in Night in the Woods is similar, but maybe not to the same extent. Like I think Night in the Woods could be it, but I think for me, I think it I think it's Cuphead. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. is so impressive. But I, I, I also, everything, like, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, just, it's such a fun game to watch be played. I, uh, everything else is just, uh, the gameplay is a service to the story, where Cuphead, it's the alternative, where the gameplay is, I don't I never played Pyre, so I think Pyre, from yeah. what I understand, is pretty novel, and obviously it's on the fucking best game list, and I have an idea that it's like a, a fantasy sports game with a story, 
but, but it's like part visual novel as well as a visual novel mm-hmm. with, with random basketball moments or whatever the fuck. Uh, For yeah. me, the the achievement it I think Cuphead is a fucking achievement as far as blend taking something hand animated stuff and making mm-hmm. it into this fucking. It's touching on so many different forms of of nostalgia, and mm-hmm. you're getting your fucking face pushed in every time. <laughs> And it's just like you're loving it, and it's it feels like a it's telling a lot of different stories, not just what's Cuphead gonna do to best the devil. It's also about animation. The, where does animation go come from? Where where are games going? How can we marry everything? But everything else to me is like I don't know, just a bunch of fucking people talking. This this one's <laughs> super tough because like I have played in Beat Night in the Woods. I've played a very little bit of Cuphead. I have not played either Edith Finch or, or Pyre or, or Hellblade. And and so that's really well, tough for me to kind of go thing, based off impressions off the other this, ones. Um, us talking, us four individuals, like, I, I'm i not going to sit here and guess what every Joe Schmo and Lady Pants is going to fucking pick, yeah, you know, the, we're, the crowd. We're talking for our me, opinions here. Yeah, yeah, we're like... The reason I brought you on, Sam, is I want to hear your opinion, not not, not what you think is going to necessarily well, win. Well, my opinion is Darkwood. <laughs> I think Darkwood <laughs> is the best indie game here. So Darkwood, but, Darkwood was the top-down with the... Top-down survival with the, horror. With the Monaco uh, light bulb. Uh, Polish woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the wolf. The wolf. Okay. I Every fucking moment of that game, I was I had, I had expectations. Huh. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a top-down survival horror. And not only were they met, they were exceeded, and I was pissing my pants, and I loved I loved mostly, I was playing the alpha, and I fucking loved the shit out of it, yeah. but I like being spooked. I like being spooked real good, and I like a lot of mystery, and I don't like being spoon-fed dialogue and story bits. I like to f- fucking be lost in a mysterious place trying to survive, we, we and talk- Cuphead is closest to that, I think. <laughs> we, we talked a little bit about Darkwood. I, I played Darkwood for Halloween, and I got, I got a chunk of it in, and I... I was frustrated and I was I was uh, gutted at worrying about ammo and pieces of shit and and trying but to. I, do I have enough wood? I, I'm also the, the type. Night? I'm also the type who liked who preferred the gameplay of Last of Us to the story. I fucking don't care about Walking Dead, and, and I liked the gameplay of Last of Us. I like surviving and hiding and getting hmm. fucking, you know, found and having to scrape together some fucking bandages and guys throw bricks at monsters' heads. I like that kind of stuff. Attention. I'll, I'll bring it back to Cuphead, though. I, I, I think I'm the most recent player of Cuphead, at least. I, I, I Cuphead was on the stream. I mean, I'm week. playing it, but I can't, I can't get past the boss I'm at. I mean, it's fucking hard as nails. Where are you stuck at? What are you stuck at? Uh, I'm not stuck at anything. I'm just <laughs> taking my damn time trying to beat the uh-huh, boss. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no, I breezed right through it. Um, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the thing is, I, I like Cuphead for the art. I like Cuphead for the direction it took with. It, but I don't, I don't care for it more than a lot of the games that I've played that are in that genre. Uh, and and something as simple and 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 shitty looking as Boshi or I want to be the guy, I got I've had more enjoyment out of those games than than I've had Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead is a much more neat, beautiful package for the mainstream. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, yeah we've been doing Casio fucking block games forever over here. Go fucking fuck with that emulator shit. No, um, you know what? You're right. There's there's this element of Cuphead. I'm like, man, I wish I could just play like a fucking some an RPG or an action adventure Zelda like top down game with these fucking characters in this art style instead of fucking playing the first level like 15 times you know over and over again because they're just so 
the art is so precious and the music is so the whole atmosphere of it they do a good job so, of making you not frustrated and not not angry because that's that's what happens and that's kind of what you're supposed to do uh and i but the thing is i i live for that i like that i do that on my own and and i i hearken back to one of my favorite games of all time is battle kid which is a game by civic studios that got released on nes mm -hmm. and you can find the emulator cartridge or whatever for it it is it's it's battle kid but done with a real direction a real artist i'm not battle kid but it's it's uh uh i want to be the guy and i, I want to be the bocce but done with a real artist and real assets and real shit and it's so goddamn good and yeah. i'll say if if hey if we're going off menu and if we're talking about just Always. pure Always. pure experience i have to say and this is a uh, i guess i'll have of a couple to say here at this point then uh but most recently like the game that i think gives you the strongest sense of flow and tension at least for me very recently has been cook serve delicious too okay i haven't played it, it yeah <laughs> I've so watched, it, I've watched it a little bit yeah no idea it, what that is so it's it's like a restaurant it's like a restaurant and cooking game where you set up your own restaurant or you go and work in other restaurants and you go through the course of the day and you make people's meals it, it, and you time it out and you deal with prep stations and and everybody like specific order and chores and memory stuff. game like you yeah. you uh, are taught though, the you're... recipes yeah so like and then yeah. it, it gives you different prompts so like people will come in and they'll order this in a very specific manner and you have to make it in that in but that like, but like, jake isn't as 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 demanding as john and so you're like i want to well so what happens well, is like it's like it, it, oh, it's this... like the side scroll right so a guy walks in and he's like i want a hamburger with bacon and cheese and no lettuce no tomato so you can so start like, with him right. and you put you put the patties on and then you have to get back to him when the patties are done right and then you've got all these other people yeah. that come in and you've got you're dealing with timers and and uh it it's it kind of like boils down to I like a, I like that we're training the, the new youth. game, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is, but it's it, how much it, are you getting paid an hour to play this game? <laughs> it it's it it's a game that gives me uh, an incredible like a surprisingly steady sense of tension and relief. Mm -hmm. um, in in that you know as you do a dish multiple times, you understand okay, so these are the keyboard keys that go with these dishes or with you know uh, pork is p and onions is n and chocolate is h like like you it's a it's a game that teaches you itself but uh compared to something like the witness which i think should be game of the year all years um <sighs> uh cooks are delicious is an overabundance of information and so you're constantly learning and 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 adapting to new recipes as you change the menu or you go to work in different restaurants and that is able to keep the the tension fresh because you are uh, changing up what your mindset is and what what these different dishes and ingredients are. I think that you know I was playing that uh, last week or the week before on my on my like marathon stream, and I just got lost in it. It, it was the sort of thing where like I was just playing it and not really paying attention to the chat or or anybody <laughs> watching live because it was like no uh, onions and corn C. Uh, uh, dishes, uh, TSC, uh, you know, and, the, and then you woke up and that was your actual job, and you were like, "Oh shit, <laughs> oh god, this is reality now." <laughs> but it's uh, you know, it, in terms of something that is like pure, you want to play it like right now is is what I imagine. Like 
you look at this kind list of. and you're like, man, I want to play this game, or I'm thinking about this game when I'm thinking of indie game. When when you think of indie game, you're like, man, I, I got I don't want to play any of those. I want to play fucking Cook Serve Delicious. It's an incredibly this this it it's a this the feeling of it. Yeah. The satisfaction of it is is I think uh probably better than these I, I again i don't i only spent a very little amount of time with cuphead so i i don't know that i can <laughs> compare it to that but it's 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 just a really powerful if, if we're talking gut churn like like i i haven't had my gut churn like that and i know what you're talking about that feeling i think since like splunky like yeah and then and then it releases yeah right and yeah. cooks are delicious has that loop down to us not to a science because i think it's still kind of maybe a little buggy but uh you know the 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 day sessions only last a few minutes and yeah. and the tension gets higher and higher and higher as as you know certain Sp- things Sp- get Spelunky's tougher. levels were only at tops like two minutes and 15 seconds each time so you get a level mm-hmm. done you're like that's ah, two minutes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> did you ever play uh, the, the other the other cooking game of this year was the overcooked the one that's multiplayer or it's top down and- I didn't, but that looked like a really good couch it's, co-op game. Kind of the same oh my God. thing, but you have to do what you just did with your fucking friends, then you start punching them in the face. Where's the meat? Oh, the meat thing. burnt. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, where the fuck? Don't, don't play with Curly and his sister. Is basically the... <laughs> no, no one's getting their burger. Hmm. I'm just playing. You guys... So, uh, I, I would also offer as a contender in a different for a different reason would be Dream Daddy. A dad dating simulator. Who's gonna so I think be that's, your daddy? It's, it's funny. I feel like it's I actually, feel like that game was such a flash in the pan, right? It was so like yeah. overhyped, and then it came out. You know, I, I, people, I wanted to go back I to think, it within two weeks, and it was already not an important thing that anyone cared about anymore. Yeah. Sure, I feel like people stomached it because it, it's one of those things where you like the people who made it more than you probably like the actual product that they gave you. Well, that, they, they had the issue with the fact that the the, the the selling of it was voice acted by your favorite ego raptor and blah blah blah. But they right, like right, all they were right. doing was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they got that yeah, one. They, they did the, the line. You're like, oh, but but beyond that, the game was adorable and cute. The far enough that I played into it, and I love yeah. It. And it's it's like well for for all of all of that yes okay a lot of the reason that people probably bought that game is because they like Game Grumps or because they like Aaron or Danny or whatever or beautiful dads. Uh, that's not why I got that game. Um, and I I I had to like go and find out who those guys voiced because you're right the voice acting is pretty minimal like it would be for any vo- visual novel. Um, but I think it's really well written and it. For as sort of safely as it positions itself on um, the uh, on on a on a very specific size like pedestal in in the landscape of LGBT plus yeah ideas, uh, I I think I think it 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 like it's a solid double hitter like it it's not it's not that game it's not that game just yet but i think i think it's it's good in a war I, I think it's like a post that revolution world would you, would right you give, would you where give it, it doesn't bother asking yeah i was gonna say would you give it points for 
being that stepping stone that now uh, there's a whole j- group slash genre slash uh, bunch of people that are are now willing to go that route and open up to more realistic norms of the world in, in their games and having characters yeah. that are not the whitewashed, you know, like male and female, like blah, blah, blah. Sure. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope so, you know. Because um, it was like, a success. I mean, we've already been seeing a, a twist in the, the industry, you know, ever since, yeah. like, Feminist Frequency started saying, you guys are, what are you guys doing to your princesses? <laughs> I mean, the people have been noticing, you know. Uh, I, I felt, but I also think I it, felt it, fully it, represented it, by every character I've ever played, so I'm fine. Uh, what is wrong with but, you but when you play a game that has like a <laughs> shitty typical like cis relationship and the girl's in trouble or something, you I I roll my eyes. I'm like, oh my fucking god, it's 2017. Do something yeah. new. Dream Daddy think... complete. Like, woo, let's go all the way. I don't think it goes all the way. I, that, yeah. I think that's the problem that Dream never, Daddy has on a higher concept is that it doesn't go all the way. It is a I, very like, it is a game that would be well situated after the game that goes all the way. Yeah. Right. It doesn't ask you your gender or because it doesn't even bother with any of that stuff. It it sets up a very specific weird other idea like you know you are romancing daddies and hey anybody could be the daddy and we're not going to bother to deal with pronouns and gender and and how you know x y and z happen because it it, it's crafted in such a way that it doesn't need to and so that that's what i mean when i describe it as safe is like it avoids that hard conversation um deliberately and i think that's fine i think that's a decision you get to make and <laughs> kudos for being baby steps God, no. uh, but again it, yeah. it's being safe i, I feel it's, like it's it a vanilla baby step now. yeah I, uh, I agree with you completely but have, uh, but brian uh, though uh, brian was a good looking guy and I, can't I, 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 <laughs> it's it's weird right because and i Lucio guess if, Daddy? if you i guess if you don't really know anything about the visual novel medium this mm-hmm. is special to you? You know, what? like you other than no, I, I I mean, I, I guess so. I guess if you don't know a visual novel, then a Western visual novel would be especially novel to you. But I also think that I think comparing it to other visual novels, that it is more compact and more accessible in ways that traditional visual novels are not. It's to me, it's very obvious that it's going for accessibility. Like the art style is like mm-hmm. this kind of almost manga esque art style, but obviously done in a Western fashion. And to me, that's mm-hmm. just like the the weakest of both art styles. There's nothing like mm-hmm. I don't know. I already am. I would get I get bored by a visual novel game. So it's like nothing about it appetizes me beyond the kind of there's like a vampire dad or something that sounds kind of yeah. cool but <laughs> yeah. the i don't know it's i don't want to date <laughs> dating sucks <laughs> raising a single kid sucks i want to fucking fight zombies yeah. and uh, it's not... the sam perspective fuck you fuck you i watch someone else play it but I, I i don't know i'll date all you want i'm fucking gonna kill zombies it's good <laughs> uh we have to pick goddamn indie game um i pick up Cuphead, a dark wood. Of, of this <laughs> no, list. I'm, I'm saying for me, Cuphead is my pick. You don't, it, not, you it, don't it, have to pick if you don't uh, want to. We, we've talked about it this weekend. Okay. It's, a, I, I it's wanted, a super I, enjoyable game. 
just on in both fashions out to of, watch and to play. Yeah. Cuphead, out of everything, Cuphead is well designed. I more Cuphead. I want to see a Cuphead two. I want to see a Cuphead TV show. I don't a movie. I want to uh, see. I, I want to see Cuphead hard mode. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it exists. There already is one. SS get SS. I guess whatever. normal mode is hard mode for me. <laughs> I do. I do wish that Cuphead uh, did a better job of. Of of accepting all the bad things that came with that art style, and like putting it out on Front Street of like, hey, you know, this art style is great. It was also used for some pretty nasty things. Just, <laughs> just heads up. Like, do you want do you want the the, the, do du- the Dumbo to... fucking ravens? Is what you want? <laughs> is what you want? I I want whoa, anything whoa. that is not complete silence on the topic. <laughs> I would just like. In a, in a situation I would love it like... if. Yeah, go ahead, Cass. Well, I was just going to say, in a situation like that, is it up to them, or does it? Is it you look at that, you get curious, and you look, and then you gain knowledge through, you know, the 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 curiosity of like what that is, right? Because because I know that art style, right? Like I I, you know, I I very in a weird way enjoy the history of that because it it it's very impactful on what that meant and what it did for cartoons and like the positives and the negatives right mm-hmm. um and i don't always think it's up to the the person to be preachy to me it's up sure. sometimes it's up to me to just kind of seek out that knowledge and i'm not saying preachy you know someone uh, uh not recommended well, yeah that, that's, a, a that's a bad word to use like in front of all those racist cartoons that they sell and it's like hey this was fucked up but you know this is we're presenting it today knowing that this was all bad uh which is not what i think cuphead should do but i think any part of cuphead should have acknowledged how nasty the history of that art style is maybe later on early anyway more the social commentary they do i mean i feel like they the gambling the 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 kind of nasty kind of villains that are killing animals to get bullets out of them and (laughs) you're fighting a cigar and you're there's addiction kind of into that it's like kind of like we're you know whatever the period that all that stuff came from was all about too i don't know about the racism stuff i didn't yeah that's why i I feel like i also feel like a lot of people in the like initial announcement and the art style in reviews and previews mentioned that so the conversation happened but it didn't happen in the game you're saying Right, I, I feel like it, it's it's if you, if you've read like some of the reviews, it's like, hey, you know, they're using this art style, which is pretty known to be kind of racist, you know, like yeah, shit like that. I was pretending, I to, move, pretending to move my background at the same time Look, that Bryce was moving his background. I, I, <laughs> I'm still uh, picking yeah. Cuphead. So. I'm, I'm gonna throw out. So my final words on the thing is that, and I was trying to remain silent for a lot of it to let you guys say, like Cuphead for me didn't do it for me in regards to uh, being Too that great easy. of a game. Whatever, yeah. No, I mean, but it's, I'm just saying there's just other things that have done better, and they've been even more indie. So you missed it on both platforms for me. Uh, Hellblade yeah. is a great game, uh, but I don't How think... How is Hellblade? It, 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 it didn't... I mean, so Playing-wise, it wasn't, to me, that great, but there's reasons why it's in other categories down below. <laughs> it's it's going to take some categories for me easily down below, because there's reasons, That's and we'll fair. talk about it in those categories. Um, but okay. for being an overall indie game, I don't care. It's not for me. Uh, if the Edith Finch game wasn't uh, necessarily a, a bigger studio or anything like that, then I think that's going to take it for me because the it is a fucking walking simulator through and through. It is a game that you don't do any gameplay 
And I hate to choose something like that for a game genre thing, but we're not talking about like overarching what defined gaming in general. We're talking about a game that I enjoyed that was an indie game. And it came out as a game. And yes, it could have been a better movie or a story or whatever, but the narrative that was told in Edith Finch was told so damn well and so yeah. interesting and fulfilling that I, I on multiple occasions on over like the two or three nights that we played it, I was brought down to like fucking the emotions, <laughs> the base emotions. And and it was so good. And I think and all, out of all of these, and you talk about Kaz flashing the pans, like I'm not gonna remember Cuphead. I mean, maybe because the art style, but it's gonna game it's gonna be a game that comes and goes, but I will always reference fucking the the scenes and shit that happened in what remains of edith finch because it was so moving and so like family people family members dying it, it, the, the, the idea of optimistically looking at shitty situations was the whole thing death just happens to this family because of just circumstance and people in their family die a lot and they and, and everyone in their family deals with it in different ways some of them are very superstitious some of them think you know, it's got to be uh, a curse. Some of them just think, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, what it came down to is it's, it just happens. It happened to this family a lot more than anyone else in the world. But they dealt with death in yeah. an optimistic, open, discussive, productive way. And it was just like, dude, fucking I love it. <laughs> I love I love everything about it. I mean, there, there was that's a game. How many games have had this like situation where and I don't know how much of the, the game you've seen, but there was one of the deaths was discussing the death of a one year old who died in a bathtub and that can be taken in such a traumatic and, and it is a traumatic experience, but they, they focused so hard and they and they, they did discuss the trauma and they did discuss that the parents split up and they couldn't even look at each other anymore, but they framed it in a way that eventually got you to the positive aspect of this happened, but life moves on, you know, and, and the kid in his head lived a fucking great life yeah. until it didn't, you know? And I, I don't know. I loved everything about the game. It was great. Um, so I, I'm going to go with that hard on my, my end. Yeah, you, you would, you would. <laughs> Walking simulator. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't play it. I would, I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to play it, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I got it. I got it for like 10 bucks in the PlayStation store. It was, a, or it was a free weekend or something. It was great, but you know, all right, all right we're going to move on to, Category two. Number two of many. Oh, I knew this was gonna happen. Um hopefully we're gonna skip all these esports ones though. We're gonna right. go, we're gonna breeze through this wow. quickly and then, then I'm gonna let Kaz have it. <laughs> I'm basically gonna let Kaz take his fucking lead on those and be like, Well, did you know Afro Moves been really high up on the scene these days? And oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck is going on with those guys. Uh but so your best narrative, your best story in game. Uh your your shit. You're up. These the, your categories here are as follows: Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice, uh, One gives a fuck. Horizon Zero Dawn, Near Automata. Tomb Raider did it better. <laughs> what remains of <laughs> the cosplay did it better? And oh my god, Wolfenstein, dude, two, fuck yeah, dog. The dude. new Colossus. Cause you you you're missing the. Okay, go on, go on. You guys talk. You guys talk. I mean, the uh, uh, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn. I really heard great things about near Automata or whatever because it just sounds really cool the 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 way the onion peels for that story. But uh, Wolfenstein, I, I haven't beat it yet, but Ooh. I got to a a point where I'm just like, I I'm I am I'm don't know. I, there's nothing happening in my brain to comprehend what the fuck just happened for like m every other scene, every other little fucking snippet of scene. Caroline, 
Let me your wings for one more minute. <laughs> this just, just, just for now. Like it's <laughs> the only game that I I can, and I, it sucks because it's the most recent game I've played I'm, I'm in my in, memory. I'm pooping in my suit, Caroline. You gotta let me I fly. Can't. Let me fly again. It's the things it. I've seen of Wolf Two go places, and they set up <laughs> some incredible. The audition scene in particular. Do I need to have fucking Curly fucking pull up the goddamn <laughs> Southern dude and fucking BJ fucking speech? Because goddamn, dude, okay? It's a like, well... So here, here's the thing. That's a well-directed scene. I think it's a well... It's a great direction they went in that scene. The, the guys who set that up yeah. rigged it and, and, and choreographed it and, and, and told that little mm-hmm. snippet are fantastic. The overarching well, un- story, the narrative un- of Wolfenstein isn't that great. Unlike other games, though, it's like self-aware in a yes. way that's like yes. refreshing. Real fucking. And plus, the other thing, and maybe this isn't true for everyone, and maybe other people can separate real life from video games. The, there's this weird feeling I've never felt before when we're talking about fucking Nazis knocking at your front door or whatever, and it's like I'm, it's like what is happening in my mind? It's is it real? Is it fake? I don't. I know obviously it's fake. But there's this crazy conversation, and it's bleeding into each other, and it's part of the marketing scheme. And I just – I don't know what to th- – I love it having that new feeling, which is kind of terrible. But it's like I love this feeling of like I've never felt this before for a game. This Ruby came at a perfect time, right? Like they, they – Unfortunately, the, yes, it did. They, they see the first one at a, at a time that it was like, okay, I guess we could do a new Wolfenstein. That's okay. Yeah. And then, like, the world kind of got to where it's at now, and, like, Wolfenstein 2 comes out, and everyone's like, or me at least, I'm playing, and I'm like, fuck yeah, America, let's go kill some fucking Nazis, yeah! Like, it was like me after watching Hamilton for the first time again. Like, I was like, I am so invigorated for, like, I'm true bleeding American justice, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. So, so something like that, for me, is what is what makes, not a great game, but a really good one, right? Because it's a simple gameplay, right? It's running gun, yep, shoot yep. as much shit, try not to get hit as, as, as much as you very, can. The and gameplay's fucking... done it, mostly It, it feels powerful. so good when you do run and gun, right. and you're just like, axe, stab, fuck yeah, oh. jump, ugh, in the hole, done. Fucking throwing hatchets yeah, across yeah, the hole. Uh, Don't even... So viscerally, but then well there's done. there's this thing right where that that kind of gameplay is 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 just fuel right because it, it makes you want to do more of it and you're like oh man what happens if I use this gun what happens if I use that gun like oh shit what the fuck is this gun like but then it's really well to me it's it, there there's just great interwoven thing of these snippets of story and these snippets of really well-directed, really well-acted cutscenes that just make you, like you said, go, fuck, I'm ready to shoot some more shit. Let's fucking go, bro. Like, God damn, where are all the Nazis at? Bring them out. (laughs) But the game is done done well. I just don't think the narrative is what we're talking about here is the greatest... I I, I, I I don't want to break the the necessary fourth wall. (laughs) The next category is best direction. And Ken Wolfenstein's up for that one as well. No, guess what? I'm voting for it, dog. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, I, it, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I I it, I don't want to cut off any Wolf Two discussion because I want to have a very serious conversation about Near Automata. But please, uh, please, I would love to hear about. So I, yeah, again, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. back out of that because I didn't play any of that or watch any of it. That's so Near Automata, Near Automata is super tough because it's about a 35, 40 hour game. And it really doesn't. The best parts of Nier are 
are all of the story and all of the lore. And the best parts of the near universe are all of the things that sit right outside of both of the video games. Um, but the story that Nier tells of, of uh, Nier, Nier could tell a could could have been a story about humanity versus artificial intelligence, and that is not the story that Nier tells at all. Nier tells a story of sentience when it comes to non-humans, like. Can a robot be racist? Yeah, if you call it uh, if you call the other robot something else, like it it sets up a paradigm in a world that has humans and aliens and dragons and androids in a way that is not goofy at all. Um, the, the 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 problem with that narrative is that uh, some people have heard that there are multiple endings. "Quote unquote endings to Near Automata, and really those are just gates. Those are just like checkpoints, right? You play the game mm -hmm. and you get ending A, and then you play a game and you get ending B, and then you see new stuff, and that's oh, that's ending C and ending D, and then all of these things combine into ending E. And I think the game does a lot of good explicit and um, implicit storytelling in the way of like." acknowledging the player just enough to make you wonder what the player's role in everything is. Um, it, it, uh, it, it doesn't bother asking any good questions about humanity because it really isn't about humanity at all. Yeah. Um, it is about relationships and it's about the sense of self. And I, I I'm being, I'm tiptoeing around it because I don't want to spoil it because I think mm -hmm. it is something that, you that there are nice twists and turns um but i i, I think the one thing near has going for it the best thing near has going for it more than because i think it's an rpg category for some stupid reason when it really is an action rpg um like i by which i mean an action game with rpg elements um but the the story is is an incredibly strong thing and i i I only lament that it is very difficult to crack that nut because it's only about halfway through that whole, you know, 35, 40 hour experience where you start getting real answers. And that's a bummer. And that's I, I think it's a very good story that is dished out in an unfortunate way. I, I feel like I've been on the other side. I've been on your side of this conversation so many times in my life where I'm like, just to stick with it trust just, me you got right, you got right. there's this whole world outside and you just got to get in it and then just let it wash over you and it's going to be great but it, it it even when you're doing literally repetitive like when you're actually going over the same bits of game again it it is aware enough to like to give you another perspective like okay you're fighting this boss again hey before you start this boss fight we're actually, or as you're going through the stage, this boss's stage, we're going to stop and like give you the backstory of that boss and how that boss went from being just like a normal automaton into being this big fusion beast and why this community is built up around it or why, you know, this one is the way it is. Um, and I think in that sense, near the world and universe of near is 
an incredible work of lore. Um, just it it, it really Zero wants you Dawn to. Horizon Zero Dawn is like a is it could be considered like a prequel, right? Could it? Yeah, it's like robots versus humanity, and then in Nier Automata, humanity's like nowhere in the picture. Uh, well, there's kind of like a caveman she, coming out of the cave. For, for as far as these games go, we got a fucking mm-hmm. Vikings, and then we have ni- 1960s Nazis, and then we have fucking whatever Edith Finch is, modern. Then we have Horizon Zero Dawn, distant future, and then we have Nier Automata, impossibly distant future. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, just, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I can see. I can see something similar to that. The, the that's a tough question because there is a very specific narrative that goes between near one, which is distant future, and near automata, which is yeah, like yeah. Said, impossibly distant. And it's a very specific timeline that is super cool and is not anywhere in those video games. <laughs> where I'm, you, I'm, where do you get about that now? Is uh, like they're in books and they're in wow. stage plays and and liner notes of CDs and they're super cool stories and l- no one's gonna read them. <laughs> that is out of the accessibility market. <laughs> but but even within that, the story that it tells of of the specific androids of of two B and nine S uh, and a a two um, and the automatons and Adam and Eve and and the the, the I, I, I spent none of this like actually describing like the the actual story, but uh, I think I, I think Nier Automata has something really special just in terms of narrative. Uh, but also it is one of the only games I played on this menu. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Crazy though that uh, okay. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I I was like I looked at I look at Nier uh, Automata, uh, which I've never pronounced correctly. Um, I've looked at that. I looked at it on this list and I was like, yeah. I, and I looked at it when I was going through the year and I was like, eh, nah, I can miss that one. You know, like it's, <laughs> <laughs> to hear you I'm really surprised you didn't play it. it on stream. Well, like, I almost I, did. I, I almost did, but there was just, it was one of those things where there's other things to play. And then I looked at it when I, and I saw other streamers playing it and they were all at every time I looked at another streamer playing it, it was a short snippet and they were always just, they were doing a boss where they were doing bullet hell in 3D and they were doing the yeah. thing. And I was like, Oh, that sounds fun. But if that's the game. Like I, I get it. That is a lot of the game, right? Like it's, it is an action RPG. It's a platinum games game. Um, and that is most like, that is fine. That is all like a uh, B plus that, that all stuff gets you from point to point. Um, but I think the big narrative points that that game hits are really strong. I would, I would recommend people play. Now it. I'm interested, and I will gladly try. This is the, kind of the point of this is also to like yeah. remember what you should hit from every year, you know, like as we go on. <laughs> um, I did every other game on this list. Oh my gosh, <laughs> every single other one, and just recently, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Hellblade: Senua's <laughs> Sacrifice uh, has a great story, but for again, these games are on multiple categories she'll get her comeuppance in a later category uh, that I will talk about when we get there. Not best narrative, in my opinion, because the narrative is okay, but it's very kind of... Um, I just... I've, I've seen it. I'm bored with it, and it was just... It was the Norse slash mixture of tribalism and, and... I don't know. It was... it was It's good for reasons other than its narrative. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn was great. I'll get back to that in a moment. 
Uh, I've already talked about what remains of Edith Finch. The story was great. Um, I love the game. I don't think it was that great of a story. I just like the feeling that it say or it, it 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 pushed through all of its discussions. Again, every mm-hmm. time they talked about death, it, it was a you're sitting there and you're sitting there and you're getting, and when you finally get the each individual compartmentalized story of death of whatever happened to this situation, it goes from being yeah. adorable to then you kind of like, oh man, that sucks, and then it goes to being. Does it suck that much? You know, it just happens. It just just like everything else. We were born and we didn't freak out that much. We didn't die and didn't freak out that much. Like, shut the fuck up. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Wolfenstein again. I love the game and I and I think it will grab me in other areas of this uh, this thing. Um, but I, I'm gonna go with my my favorite narrative this year and maybe because I have the issue of just most recently played Horizon Zero Dawn. The story wow. is so fucking good. It's so fucking. The gameplay is Far Cry. the uh, The gameplay is is great. It's fun. Uh, the robot fights are a little bit too crazy, unless you turn it on normal difficulty. I accidentally played it for on hard for a long time. We're not realizing it was on hard, and got and I started getting really mad at it. And I'm like, why is it got to be so hard? And then I realized that <laughs> I had the game on hard, and and yeah. uh, and they meant it. Uh, mm. But then I, I put it on I put it on normal and the boss fights are fun. I, I'm a little I'm a little now I'm a little too good at the game because I've been playing it hard, you know. Uh, but the story keeps going in the core in the story and honestly it keeps me every night every night that I've played it I've been like, yeah I know it's already ten thirty but like we could go to eleven thirty right like we can just like let's just see what's around the next corner let's read and 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 not many games have I played where I do my thing where I sit in a room and I'm like. Oh, there's 30 lore things to read and scan, and I'm going to do them all, chat. So if you guys want to take a break, and everyone's like, no, no, we want to see these. We want to see these now. Like, we want to read them with you. And I'm like, okay, let's all do it. So, yeah, narrative-wise, the story, and I'm so glad that I, I, I chose to play it right at the end of the year. Um, I'm, in, I'm loving it. I haven't finished it yet, so my, maybe it just sucks. Maybe it sucks at the end and it blows itself out of the water. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm like, I want to say I'm, you know, 60% through it and... And I'm enjoying it thoroughly. So I'm going to go with Horizon Zero Dawn for me. Uh, onward and upward. And that's Kaz wants to talk about something. So game direction. This is my, in my opinion, this is this is the directing or where yeah. they took the game or whatever. Uh, easy <laughs> easy peasy for me. Uh, I don't know, I'll post in here what the, what the games are. Uh <laughs> The this was my category for Wolfenstein. I'll throw that out there in general. But the game, ah. the, the games are Horizon Zero Dawn, Resident Evil Seven, which we'll talk about. It. I'm sure we all have things to say about Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Uh, oh. Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Odyssey, and uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and then Wolfenstein Two uh, for yeah. best game direction. Take it, whoever wants it. Because again, my I mean, my, my thing this is this is a very strong category for all of these. Yes. This is why I, I looked at this list and I was, I was paralyzed and I was like, I, I don't even know anymore. This year has been crazy, and then to have it really put down in front of you, it's like it's uh, it's huh? an easy choice for me. It's Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, RE Seven is a great like, especially in terms of just like turning that series around. Yes, like going first person, going very hard on horror, like super cool and it keeps with all of the dumb little things that make resident evil games resident evil i don't i don't i couldn't even i i i had to quit the direction is what made that game like kind of blow my mind i had, to, I had to keep questioning myself because i kept going back to resident evil 7 thinking 
it's got to be seven. It's got to be Resident Evil Seven. And, and and well, and it's a very it it's it's one idea, right? Resident Evil is now first person, and it is back to being yeah. a horror game, and it is that idea, and and it's it's a very simple concept, and I think that is mm-hmm. I think there's a power in terms of making a game stay like that. Yeah, um, it, it, you know, it's, it does a really good job of the of building the mystery, right? So it starts off like super simple. It, it, it kind of takes that that Blair Witch or like the the um, the amnesia games, even the, the meta the meta mystery um, of this is this is a Resident Evil game. What? Yeah. How and does it tie in at all? It right. there. Yeah, it didn't seem at and all I, right. It didn't, and then it did, and then it didn't, and oh, god. But I think it does a. I think it does in its direction a really good job of leading you through that narrative, right? So, like, it, it does a really good job of the buildup of, oh, it's it's just like, you know, kind of kind of this this pseudo mystery of, of the family up in the woods who kills people. And then as you start to unravel more and more, it becomes Why are they Resident so powerful Evil. and why are they fucking, oh, you know, yeah, busting you know, through walls? Why do they keep yeah. coming back? Yeah. I got know, one, yeah. one other thing to say the, about it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, not a game has done what Resident Evil Seven is since fucking Half Life One, which is not shit. Well, maybe Half Life Two, but whatever. Uh, not leave the perspective of the protagonist to yes. tell the story. That's, so that, that's what I. I mean, Wolfenstein and everything else. I mean, I don't know most of them. Wait, doesn't it Horizon Zero Dawn? Uh, Metal Gear Solid was like a weird. It, Metal Gear Solid had like third person moments, but it was. It always Isn't did its cutscenes in like single takes or like single cuts. But that's Isn't but you're but you're experiencing. The, it's only the first person, like sure. kind of thing. Oh, like, you're just that talking about Half Life Two, okay. and it doesn't. It does. It tell. It does it. The the video. The VHS is a really crafty way to do it and still make you feel like you're simultaneously experiencing what's in the VHS and you're watching it as your character and you're learning stuff uh, mm-hmm. posthumously about your future events that are going to happen like that is just another level of of game direction that takes a lot of fucking the first resident evil game was like a rubik's cube filled with Mm -hmm. zombies it's like how do i get this key to here and survive this game is like a rubik's cube but with all the tropes of modern horror so it's just crazy to think that they actually accomplished what they i i I was blown away because i love resident evil and i can't believe it it works I think mm-hmm. I think you convinced me. I was, I I think Super Mario Odyssey is the best game of the year. Spoiler alert! But I also <laughs> think, I, but like it has a hearing, category. It has a category. We'll get to that. Uh, but I also I think the the refined nature of Resident Evil Seven is the singular way that Super Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda are very weak right those games are are generous in their openness and And their breadth of quality but also they're all they're just go and and play in the playground and have fun for as long as you'd like um and there's that it's not to say that those don't require direction you have to do very specific design things to make people go where you want them to go and do the things that you want them to do uh but at the end of the day those games are Man, now I'm now I'm making like weird apples and oranges <laughs> I think, comparisons. But I think I think, I think Resident Evil Seven is a very deliberate direction and a very deliberate yeah. finite story. There was another few oh, go ahead, go ahead. few and far between moments where me, the biggest fuck up for games that have direction, uh, was screaming at this game. I was like, 
Oh, I, I think I need to be here. Oh, what is this? Oh, let's see how this boss works out. I had a fucking great time. I felt I felt adequate while playing it. I felt yeah. <laughs> I felt, I felt yeah. enthralled while playing it. Uh, I felt scared while playing it. I I loved everything about the direction of that game. I did. I really did. It was good. The other thing that a lot of the games don't spark in my mind, and this goes towards direction, is lighting. And uh, Resident Evil Seven does this thing where it's like it's dark and it's it's, but you can still see everything. Whereas the other games are just bright and you, there's no like, I'm sure they put thought into different lighting and stuff, but there was, that's just a whole nother aspect of directing is like lighting coming through fucking panels and walls and it's showing good. a player where to go with subtle fucking things like that. You're, you're fucking me up because I, I, I'm going back to Resident Evil 7 now and I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I, I, I want to say I the, think Wolfenstein uh, still takes the cake. But for me, me. Yeah, for me and Wolfenstein, and I'm going back to Wolfenstein, like I... Every minute of it, even even in the gameplay, which again I don't think is the gameplay is that strong. I think the gameplay is great, but I don't yeah. think it was that well crafted. But then you take on the direction of, of 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 the direction of narrative in in the way that they use not not just dialogue and story, but the set pieces of the characters and in the game itself, the way that they direct you through the game, and you get the 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 give and take where you're in a moment where you are just doing. Uh, which is what half I did. You're doing, there's a, there's moments where you're doing climbing through shafts and puzzles, quote unquote, but you're going through an area and it's very chill. And then you get moments of run and gun fight. Then you go back yeah. to moments of chill. And then you go to a moment where you're like, Oh, I can run and gun. But without any like over the top, like you're now in a stealth mission, sir. They give you the, like, there's two guys you yeah. can knock out and make the game really easy for you. If you get them before they fucking see you, or you can just run and gun and kill everything, and then you had the alarms going and all that bullshit. And they did it all uh, just dynamically. No one, no one ever tells you these things. You just go, and you're like, "Ugh, let's go." And I, I had such a blast with Resident or uh, uh, Resident Evil, like, uh, Wolf, Wolfenstein, Wolf yeah. Two, yeah, Wolfenstein. Do you think? Do you uh, think that those two methods of gameplay felt like? Is it is it an open design where you? could play anything in your own way uh, or or is it something where like there is a way to do there's a way to do stealth on this mission and there's a way to do run and gun on this mission like that that's that's kind of the thing that is keeping me from thinking a breath of the wild is this option with the open worldness of Breath of the Wild, I think. I, I think uh, Breath, but Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild has a lot had, of different ways that you can approach anything. But the you, best uh, lack of direction is Breath of the Wild, which <laughs> I mean, which does. is good in its own sense, right? Like, I enjoyed that. I guess you could argue that is the direction of Breath of the Wild, and you can go anywhere, and you could feel like you're fucking an explorer in a new place. Like my favorite parts, my first parts of Breath of the Wild were doing Skyrim horse glitches all over the fucking map, like. Just fucking let me up, sneak, 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 <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> and float into things. It, it's really hard for me because I just I don't care about Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> well, <right>. okay, <laughs> that's that. I just don't, dude. Like, they're they're just the most boring cookie cutter fucking like baby's first video game. And then that's what they'll always be, and that just doesn't speak to me in any way as a person who enjoys video games. I that's super tough because these games I that's feel a, the exact same way, but experiencing these games 
transcends that idea. Yeah. Normally, I would sort of get you on that, Kaz, but I think I think laying Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild at, at prejudging those games because Nintendo made them uh, is very tough to do this year. They, they supersede. Well, they supersede a lot of what you would consider that, and and and, and at the same yeah. time, one of my reasons for loving them. And then going back, loving them, and then going back and going, why do I love them? And then and then finding out that I love them because part of them is Nintendo. At the same time as they're they've transcended what that even means because it's just a great game. I, I love because they're so different from what those games have, but each of those series have been specifically. It's 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 glory it's glorious to see when sometimes the guys that you love and cherish in that 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 uh company can actually get their game out and maybe it makes something great uh i i don't know i i zelda was great mario was great mario is great i, I, I guess it, you, you, it, it speaks to a different crowd that just is not me like i just i haven't cared about the nintendo narrative of a game in a very long time you should try it sometime i have I just don't like them. <laughs> I'll send you my switch. Man, man, Kaz. You're missing out, buddy. This is this is super tough. That's super tough to hear. Uh, but straight up and down, my my best direction was uh, Wolfenstein. I I felt. I can see that. That seems like a game that is very deliberate in its narrative moments. It 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 was a fun experience, and I felt so smart. But it it was all the game's design that made me feel smart and good about it uh but yeah resident evil's easy second on that point I, I i wouldn't put mario odyssey there or legend of zelda i found them to not direct me in a way that i didn't well yeah, like if if the idea is like giving the player direction then yeah i think both of those games are do a very good job at like subtly trying to guide you uh in the ways that it should traditionally guide you to x y and z um but i think in terms of like a game design element of direction i do think that they are fantastic but their most generous quality is is that they are on on some level formless right you yes. can play breath of the wild and odyssey uh in for the majority of it in your own way right like you look at all the speedruns, and a lot of the speedruns are just like skipping bosses and, and shit because they the game is that open um and i think that is a very deliberate design direction and i think especially in terms of the Super Mario Odyssey, it made for the best gaming experience of the year, but it also doesn't, I think, I think by not being guided, uh, it is, it's, it's tough to feel like that game is in this category. Mm -hmm. I agree. So. Wolfenstein done. Problem solved. <laughs> well, there we win. go. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right all right we're gonna throw into the, the a little bit more of a nuanced category uh for for uh performance i think for voice acting at this point uh this is the best performance uh category uh the people that are up for it are and i'll, I'll mention them for their, their 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 i'll put it up on the screen hold on best performance performance uh uh, uh so you had uh, uh horizon zero dawn's uh alloy uh, was by Ashley Birch. Hmm. Um, uh, if you enjoyed her commentary in the game, uh, Brian Bloom as BJ Blazkowicz from <laughs> Caroline. I just need one more. 
I'm going to borrow your wings for one more minute. <laughs> Don't tell your pregnant wife. Yeah. I'm going to die tomorrow. Oh, shit, I did it anyways. <laughs> uh, Claudia Black as Chloe Frazier from Uncharted. Laura Bailey as Nadine from Uncharted. And uh, Melina Jerjerjerjerjer as Suana. I didn't get it. Hellblade, you get it. Yeah, it was like it. Senua. Suana. <laughs> Senua. Suana. Dude, I, I don't like saunas. Saunas are. I don't know why people like them. It's too hot for me. It's like, give me. I like cold. Mm, um. So. Uh, I, I haven't. I have. My pick is uh, Aloy. Uh, just because everything else is very. When, the thing that's always impressive about uh, her performance in Horizon Zero Dawn is the fact that it's an open world game, and every time she reacts to some dumbass side quest or some really compelling side quest or main quest, her character is always believable in her reactions. I guess I did get a little tired of her saying, every time you step in water, she's like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm all wet now. Uh, that was whatever, but just... Does the, she say that? I would love that. No, that does, does sound just, really... Just, just like Ashley Birch, though. Yeah. Or if you fall, if you fall, if you uh, fall from a really hall, uh, uh, you know, far, she's like, oh, fuck, my fucking ankle, or something like that. <laughs> but uh, that being said, like, the just the breadth of her performance and how it uh, it it worked in every scene, like her character. She really made that character live. Like I love B.J. Blaskovic, and I'm sure everyone else did great for their character. But it, theirs is a very straight line that they played, uh, very like one note. It's hard to say in a video game. Let's say one note, but a very linear path. Whereas Aloy's character is very depending on the situation. Everything always fit, in my opinion. I'm bored out of my mind about her in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot handle her. Uh, I I hate everything she says every time she speaks. Uh, no, uh, no I, I, yeah. I think she's okay. I think she's okay. And, and the trouble is, it, I, she's only good, in my opinion, because everyone else's voice acting in that game is so bad. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good. There's the one voice actor they paid. Oh, how much Ashley Burch must have cost? To make sure that, that everyone else doesn't have a real voice actor, uh, and I'm sure the other people have great voice actors. I'm sorry, but it, it came yeah, off so yeah. bad. It, everything was such a can. Everything is a can line. Everything is a canned, and it, and it just overplays itself. Just oh, shoot an arrow. Oh, I'm out of ammo. Oh, I'll save this one for later. Oh, and it's like I I, I none of it felt yeah, genuine. It it, none of it, it felt. Didn't feel like that to me. I felt I just felt like wow, this is real. This is how. It, a character it would react to these different dialogue options and stuff she and it was just a, more it's just more impressive because of for me because of the breadth of everything as opposed to everyone having a really good concise role to play i um i have to i don't know how to do this i have to split mine because for me uh well one bj blaskowitz is uh horrible uh, it was absolutely the worst voice acting uh, ever in a game ever. whoa oh really <laughs> fucking toxic bro uh, it's maybe... your best narrative, but the worst spoken. So <laughs> the uh, the uh, the the one the sheer obviousness of the they're in two different studios between when they recorded the cutscenes and then the in-game voice is just mm. fucking blasphemous. Like it's Blaskovitz yeah. Smiths. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad. Uh... There were times where chat was like, "Is this a different guy who voiced him from the scene that he was just in?" Weird. Because like, he, it's so different and it's so bad, and he's yeah. his tone is so 
doesn't match the tone he's supposed to be. It's like someone's like coming in just like, oh, I'm supposed to be sad. Okay. <sighs> Mary, I'm I think, so uh, sad right you, now. This <laughs> is your same complaint as the first Wolfenstein, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, well, no, my, my complaint was the overall uh, uh, juxtaposition of tone butting up against each other. You can't, you can't go from funeral to kicking or to riding a rocket to Venus. In in, in in the same like the, in the same breath, you can't be like, oh god, we're all devastated. Caroline's dead. She got her head cut off by a, a Nazi. Uh, oh, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna ride this rocket into Venus, and I'm gonna get the cipher codes to the submarine nukes. And it's like that's badass. And he's like, yeah, I'm badass. Caroline's dead. Caroline is dead, isn't she? That's I don't really know. Sad. Yeah. See, for <laughs> me, I I liked his performance because for me, and it's maybe it's because it's not obviously stated. He's got an internal monologue and he's got an external monologue, sure. and it's just the same voice. So for me, it made sense. Like he's talking to himself, but he's not like fucking whispering to himself while he's trying to kill Nazis. He just has this internal monologue that. I thought it was, I don't know. And I didn't half the times that internal monologue is he's being a fucking whiny shithead. And then half the time he's a badass. And I just, Don't say that too loud. BJ will come for you. <laughs> I don't know which BJ. <laughs> yeah. Whiny BJ? If whiny BJ comes out and he's fucking like, oh, Who's don't, a take, whiny my, bitch don't take my candy bars from me, Caroline. Uh... <laughs> I just I don't know I didn't care. My for only it. issue with B, with uh, with actually I guess similar to yours maybe not but was the fact that he was in the same room as Hitler and he didn't he just kind of didn't lose his shit. Did you, I don't know. Did you? That, did I you, like that cutscene, but did you stomp like, his head in? Who's? I I stomped in Hitler's head. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that part. <laughs> I walked out. Assume I, it happens. Did you Did you play the whole scene out or or the on Venus? Yeah. Uh, so you played out. So there is a point where you get up and you go. You're supposed to go do something. I immediately walked over to Hitler and stomped his dumb little fucking head in. Oh! <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Hitler!" And yeah. It, it, the game ends because you, you're just like, "That's like that's not the narrative." And you're like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, uh, it's good. Uh, and then I got an achievement for like, yeah, w like like uh, w take the chance or something like. You know? My mine's Aloy. That's I mean that's I was impressed by that performance. I, I, I'm between uh, uh, Claudia and Laura for, for Chloe and Lenny Dean. They did such a great job in the Nathan, Char Nathan Charted, Uncharted, Legacy, Dark, Drake uh, yep. edition. Yeah, that game. Uh, <laughs> you got to pick one, dude. You got to pick one. I don't. Footing around. I don't. Honestly, I don't even know how I can. <laughs> they they, 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 they were in every scene together. And mm -hmm. not only did I love the choreography, which is a whole different category, but... Their voice acting was so damn good, and and everyone and and I don't know I don't know if this is the whole fucking complaint from other people, but like I remember hearing a lot of like, oh, it's an Uncharted game without Nathan Drake, and how is it ever gonna? I'm like, it's a fucking Naughty Dog game, and they have amazing voice actors, and it's gonna be great. And we get there, and it turns out it's fucking great. Every bit of it was great. Every bit of it yeah. was believable and real, and 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 visceral and 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 i loved every bit of it and and all their their fucking banter in between scenes and as you're doing the bullshit climbing stuff that action games do um i loved it i loved everything about them and i wanted more of it and it kept giving me more and then it didn't and then the game ended so i loved it i want to say them <laughs> Yeah, uh, I uh, <laughs> didn't play any of these games, so I just <laughs> yeah, didn't answer yeah, for this one. That's good. I no, think no. the 
Safe I think the dub at Nier Automata is very good. Um, <laughs> you could write it's uh, a good English write, dub. Just write in Cuphead. I think Mug Mugmouth uh, made a great. Oh uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do Aaron Hansen for Dream Daddy at that dating simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna huh? go. I'm gonna go with Wolfenstein just because I don't know. There's something about that game that just gets me. I liked his voice. I thought it was appropriate. I didn't ever think this in is not cut right. Cutscenes he did okay. I think the rest of the game it was. I, my even my coworker, my my boss came up to me and he was like, "So at some point does he stop fucking complaining? Because I can't fucking listen to him if if I have to listen to him complain again." Like I don't know, it's believable. I don't. What would you be doing if you're fucking hunkered down in a little U boat, like looking for Nazis? You'd be thinking well, about that's, shit. That's, in your that's head. what I was trying to tell him. I was like, I was like, so you understand that you're playing a character who right now his intestines have been cut, his legs are dead, he's shitting in his own suit. There's poo coming yeah. out of the toenails of the fucking suit he's wearing. Like he's done, dude, and then he's and he's feeling that. But at the same time, the game kept going like superhero Blaskovitz striking again, and it's like okay, like yeah. I just I got happy when he finally got his body back and he got yeah. his fucking his fucking balls back. I was like, let's go. Like oh no, I felt weird. I wish they would have talked about that a little more. I'd be like, oh god, whose fucking body am I in? Yeah, whose dick that is was, this? That's a little weird. It's a different dick. <laughs> Jesus. They never touched that at all, did they? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. Great. Uh, so onward and upward. Uh, best audio design is your next one. Um, I'm gonna... I have no idea, dude. So these, are, these are the categories. Uh, or the, the people. Destiny 2. Hellblade. News. <laughs> you tell them how you feel. The fucking uh, music is so bad in that game. So boring. Hell, Milk toast. Hellblade's the newest sacrifice. Resident Evil How 7. is Hellblade on so many of these menus tonight? It is. I had not is, heard of this game before you know I looked what? at them. I honestly, honestly, you might, you might change all of your opinions if you play it, especially if you play it right now, right before these opinions, because it's yeah. really good, dude. It's really good. I, I, I think Hellblade did some pretty fucking awesome stuff with audio design that yeah. I, that was impressive. So, so, so category-wise, I mean, uh, uh, your nominees are Destiny 2, Hellblade, Resident Evil 7, Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I'll just throw mine out there uh, at the front end. Legend of Zelda had great music when I played it. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, subtle. It, subtle. It was, yes, it's exactly. It was, it was exactly what you wanted from a game that you're going to be playing multiple yeah. hours in, and it was very just like, it's morning time, it's night time, it's this, it's that, it's village time. Uh, there's a oh god, there's a battle happening. Oh, there's something. Yeah, yeah. it was it was it was a great sweeping score. The trouble is, and and this is going to be the continuing theme for any of these that come up against each other. Mario Odyssey did it better. Mario Odyssey did every bit well, of it better. But, but again, this is not <laughs> score and music. That's that's the next one down in which both oh of these zones are facing yeah. off. This is audio design. Yes, and I think yes, well, Legend implementation of, of the score. Right, and I think Legend of Zelda's very minimal, very like soft okay. touch use of music. I think is a better job of Mario Odyssey's Mario Odyssey is a very traditional use of audio design. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does some really cool stuff between finding pieces like portions of the map where the, the music is different and and silent going yeah. back and forth between chiptunes and stuff. But I think that is all good score and good music, yes. but I don't think it's anything special in terms of design. So, so here, here, here is my category for Hellblade though. This is my moment for Hellblade. Oh, really? Design. Yeah. So, so out of all the things I've talked about Hellblade doing, this is where I was going to give it the fucking all chips in fucking Hellblade. Hellblade, uh, for those uninitiated with it, and, and Bryce specifically at this point, yes. uh, <laughs> Hellblade, Hellblade uh, opens up with a it's, it's a, it's a woman in the world 
uh, very, very early humankind, very caveman tribal uh, time period. And you don't really know any of the history of what's going on with her, except that she's on basically a boat into what she considers hell. She's going to Helheim. Uh, and she's doing this journey to to save someone. But what you also realize is that she's a very un, um, uh, untrustworthy narrative because her own reality is, is marred by her mental illness. She is schizophrenic as fuck. Uh, she's got multiple voices in her head. And the game at the opening doesn't even take a fucking chance to not tell you fucking put headphones on because this game is best experienced with headphones it's like up it it says it when you open the game it says it on a tree when you start the game like it's like headphones (laughs) on now Uh, because you play it and she's immediately greeted by all those inkling she looks very strong she's she's paddling her own way through this like horrible like sea of bodies and shit and she's got like one voiced chick in her head that's like almost childlike and she's got one voice chick who's very much like an older wiser mother who's like pushing her forward and she's got one that's like a strong woman that wants to like keep going and these are all these like and then she's got one woman that's like constantly like being like yeah you should just kill yourself you're a piece of shit you're a trash monster you're a garbage man and and so she had like a a twitch chat and in her head but but so when you're playing the game you're listening to these things coming in from different angles and if you don't, and the, the audio design is so well done that you're just Pretty like, cool. you start to fucking like, oh, shut up, but shut also, all these voices up, god damn it. I also, just wanna... <laughs> it also was for, instead of, in lieu of like a fucking button prompt coming up for like dodge now or whatever, like in most games, it was, it used that as yeah, a gameplay mechanic to show you that oh, stuff wow. was happening. Like what, and I was actually uh, wondering if anyone remembers if Breath of the Wild did that. They did audio cues for gameplay things. There was like, like I, when you like, when you when you hear a cricket nearby and you're like oh there's a yeah. cricket I need a cricket for a thing, like that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, I don't know that it it had it, it may have had a small audio cue for like dodge timing, but even it was more that, of like video gamey though, right? Like yeah, me. yeah. I, I I think Hellblade takes it for me just for doing something different with the audio. You're you're, of, you're you're in a fight and there's like a person you're fighting you're locked into, but there's a, might be a guy behind you and there's like. It could it could be the the helpful chick. It could be the chick who wants you to die. But it'd be like, he's gonna get you, or it's gonna be like, now to your right, watch out. And you're just like, oh, and you're dealing with just these concepts in your head. And then they, and then again, the story's narrative takes place from there, which is a great narrative on its own. Uh, and you honestly get a feeling. I I've known people with diagnosed schizophrenia, and I've yeah, never yeah. I've never yeah. felt like I understood it until this game. Which I think is an important thing uh, for what they were trying to do with it. Especially- Not to mention making it making it this person with schizophrenia special because she has almost a supernatural ability to make to get all this information in of stuff happening around her. So it makes this terrible, you know, disease into something that's useful for the character in a way too which is crazy and that's all audio design <laughs> i also didn't finish it so i don't know i'm still of the opinion she's in a room fighting nothing but clouds and and, and uh <laughs> and cloth and you don't know you have no idea I, where she is and the other thing i i it looks really boring the game looks boring to me <laughs> but i'm 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 gonna watch you play it and i liked that part of it but i'm not gonna play that game it looks the combat so the audio was the best part of it. Yeah, the audio is good. This is why it's in my land of audio. Um, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, I like that all sounds great. I just didn't play Hellblade. So yeah. like barring that, I think it's Zelda. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's a very strong argument for Hellblade. Zelda is very close for me too, because that was just the whole. That was half of the experience. Yeah. Yes. And then that, that when you make food and you get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so best score and music then at this point. Score and music. The actual overarching <sighs> score. I uh, I gave it to Persona Five just because I always love the music and shit in Persona games. But. It's I not even the best Persona score. I didn't know anything about Persona no. 5. I don't know anything about Persona yeah. 5. I'm the one who's missing all of that information. Also, Nier Automata. Ugh. Automata. So, yeah. Nier's soundtrack is great. Because <laughs> uh, it leads into the story where you're like, ah, I remember. Well, that. it does. Okay. Here's the cool <laughs> thing the, the soundtrack to Nier Automata is in uh, a fake language. They got a, oh my a, God. a lyricist to go and make fake lyrics in a made-up future language Tolkien. to illustrate the fact that the game takes place tens of thousands of years in the future where languages will have merged and, and migrated and stuff. And I also just think it's a really good... I think they did a really good job with that soundtrack. Uh, in general, the fi- the final theme song, Weight of the World, where it's it's going back and forth between English and then Japanese and then this 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 made up language and this huge course. It's 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 a super strong musical moment. Um, I think Nier Automata has chops here. Persona Five is like good, but like there have been better Persona soundtracks than than Five. You know, let's all yeah. agree it's not Destiny. I, 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 Can we just go with it's not Destiny? Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> I, turned, I fucking turned that fucking mu- oh, the music man. off in that game. <laughs> fucking violins, fucking uh, trumpets. Fuck you! I completely putting me to sleep. I completely agree. I have had no interest in anything of Destiny's music. No. Oh, it's glorious. Uh, minus Cuphead because I'm gonna. I listen to this. I listen to the soundtrack without playing the game. Mm-hmm. But I ha- I would love to I mean I yeah. I would love to play near Automata someday and may and maybe not Persona Five but so I think I, I think Zelda has a good shot for like score like 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 what we talked about in in uh, in audio design a few minutes ago like it's a very deliberate light touch with music on Zelda mm. and I think that range of silence and very very little bits of music uh makes all of the moments of battle themes and boss themes and stuff that much more powerful yeah because that was the concern that's with audio it. design that's that, audio the design, concern though. with it was right? it was very 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 minimal right like yeah a lot of the time playing that's Zelda true. is is dead silent i remember that uh i think i think odyssey has great music and great scores and uh uh Hey, Jump Man is a fantastic theme song, and <laughs> it makes a lot of sense that that's what's the inside cover for Super Mario Odyssey is the uh, lyrics to that song. I'm I'm sucking all the Mario dick, dude. From here on in, like I absolutely best score in music is Odyssey for me. I I will speak to this gameplay uh, when we get to there. Uh, but that being said, every every. Flourish every world and every jump, every moment where you get the first run in where the goddamn camera comes over a fucking plateau it is just so good. It's so good. It's so good. 
I love every minute of it. Outside of that, it's what what divinity. Uh, whenever you kill a boss and uh, you get a little woodwind. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, for you, for me, it's near or Odyssey. I think both of those games, uh, in very similar fashion, do the thing where they go from like the orchestral and real, uh, or not real, but the the like regular version of that song. And it transitions seamlessly into a chiptune version of that song for just as long as you're in that sequence and mm. then pops right back out into the song, into the, into the game. Uh, I think, I think they're both really strong contenders here. I, I could see an argument for Persona 5 because that battle theme is very good, but uh, I'm, I think I'm dragging a good part of Persona 5 down, AKA the music with the bad part that I think is actually bad, which is the RPG part. I didn't play Persona, but I, I at this point after the, the last three categories, I really want to listen or want to play Near at some point. I really want to actually try. It <laughs> yeah, I want to play Near as well. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. sure it will be on sale. <laughs> I recommend it highly. Uh, <laughs> I can do it. Kaz, um, do you, do you do you have thoughts on Persona? Cuphead, right? I I just I just picked Persona because it's actually the only one I really know. I don't yeah. I don't really have thoughts That's outside fair. of anything else. Because like I said, I don't I don't care about nintendo games so i didn't play those really i kind of tried them they're nintendo games to me so um i i i've had this weird thing with near where it's just like it, it seems like a kind of game i would like but i just i don't know why i haven't played it um cuphead has <laughs> been mostly a viewing experience for me and then destiny is destiny so you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no, we'll play it. I'm sure we will at some point, but yeah. But maybe we'll play it together. Uh, yeah, uh, oh. oh, Terror Ooh. Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Ship. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be the power bottom. Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead is great. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to ever shit on Cuphead. I've been enjoying it, and its music is great. But um, I'm yeah. just saying, Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey's fantastic. It's broken me on so many points that it's it's so not even trying to. It's just like there's points where I was like. Did you just uh, hear the fucking goddamn music? Like it's too, it's too pander, um, uh, it's too panderous it, for me. And it's I'm just the panda like, oh. it's pandering to. Like I, I know, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm just saying why it's, it wouldn't, it doesn't resonate with me because it's just fucking Mario, <laughs> which I understand it's the best Mario ever, but it's uh, still weird Italian what's guy. The thing where like the the scores really fit the world very well, but outside of a handful of very specific tracks. They fit. They're not like super memorable, and I think, I think it's kind. A lot of that game is great, but not like outstanding. And like, oh, I want to listen to this. I need to listen to the Bonatown theme song all the time. Like, no, I'm good. You're not gonna listen to the opening of Home Alone every day of your life, but that was a great score and music. Like, yeah, it's not exactly what Kaz said, but it's. uh, I feel like it's. I don't know why Mario's in any of these (laughs) because it's just so Nintendo, and it's just like. Even if it is the best version of it, it's just the same thing, and it's just like, of course you're gonna get better at making something if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. But, but you know, I mean, someone will get accolades when they do better than. What? Someone will get the accolades when they do better than. I don't know. It's just partially it's nostalgia playing into it too, and I. It's not that I don't feel nostalgia, but it's. I don't know. 
man, I think Super Mario Odyssey is a game that really doesn't truck in nostalgia until you're well done with it. Yeah. But I can see where even in, in that case, it is still a very traditional score. It's a good traditional st- score, though. So it, it that, that's the weird balance there, right? I'm going to be listening to fucking Cuphead in the shower and being like, I'm ready for the day. I'm ready for the day. Gotta get the devil. <laughs> Don't trust that devil when his crazy dies. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know, I got it. I did it. You know the soundtrack. Apparently. Yeah, I bought it. Uh, all right. So we're going to move on to best, uh, what is apparently in the new category, best ongoing game. Which uh, I don't, I don't really get this one, and a lot of the ones that are up here don't yeah. resonate. They like, you generally want a category where the games kind of have some similarity to them, so you can kind of compare them. This These is, this games is are Keighley so stretching the show a bit. It's <laughs> well, yeah. like, yeah, they're online multiplayer games that have gotten updates and have gotten some sort of oh, content. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and but, I think okay, I can so, see that so, in all of these except but, Rainbow Six Siege, which I just don't know at all. Well, like, actually okay, so had here. A huge well, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no main story. Okay, yeah, games, there you go. Right? Like, I mean, there are, oh. they have a main no. story, but these are the multiplayer versions of it, right? Uh, sure. Uh, well, Des- no, no. Destiny, so, so... Grand Theft Auto. Games that are receiving regular development. Well, the games that they're you play out, and you go and you do like Overwatch, cool. where there's no like you're not you're not you're, you didn't go I beat Overwatch. <sighs> you just went and played it for thirty minutes and you came back and you're done. Those are the ongoing yeah, games. But okay, yeah, yeah. Destiny is a is an action rpg mmo or but wanna be rpg you gotta separate destiny from the single player stuff and just think of it like uh, who do you go with, play with, your no, raids but, with or whatever it, but but like all right so this is what i'm saying right Comparing so destiny it to Overwatch, is kind of an right? mmo um warframe is kind of an mmo sure um rainbow six is is a a competitive uh, multiplayer video game. Overwatch was a competitive multiplayer video game. Player Unknown is a competitive multiplayer video game. And then Grand Theft Auto is just a giant fucking sandbox where you but, just but, but, do dumb shit with your friends. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that is, that, that is this a is like, one. who's the most popular of the popular kids? That's what this is. This is like, this is what people are playing right now. Like, okay, so, so but, but, it, but, but I think the reason that this category exists outside of Battlegrounds and maybe Rainbow Six, because I don't know what year that came out, this is a yeah. reason to recognize games that are did not come out this year but have continued to receive development support That's so true. grand theft auto has gotten well, tons of content packs Overwatch Destiny 2 is a whole different has world. gotten raids yeah Overwatch but then here's is, the problem tons right and tons of is, stuff. warframe is, i didn't know warframe part of the problem around, with so. um no one did. part of no the problem did. with battlegrounds <laughs> is it hasn't had an update in a while and their community is pissed about that uh, okay. Warframe very recently updated their game, like like a couple of months ago, like a month or but two ago. Wasn't that also like made... a huge thing for Warframe, where they changed a substantial yeah. part of that game experience? Yeah. But it kind of was just aspect. the same game yeah. for a very yeah. long time. You know what I mean? Like like it only recently. Sounds exactly like Destiny Two. Did that. Um, <laughs> I mean, Overwatch I... is like I can't. I I don't want overwatch and rainbow six on this list kind of right they're they're (laughs) competitive video games that have to constantly have updates right because you have to constantly keep the balance can you compare overwatch's main thing with destiny's crucible like that i think those that's what they're comparing right like the version of destiny where you go and you you get six friends and you go on a fucking fighty thing for 10 minutes 
five minutes. Is it? It says best ongoing game, and then I think somewhere in here later there's best multiplayer. I don't think it has anything to do with the other parts of the game. Like GTA is, I guess GTA is the one that's weirded me out. But like Overwatch and Battlegrounds and Rainbow Six. I don't know. I don't really know anything about Warframe. But they all seem to be that game where it's like, oh, I'm using Overwatch as my baseline because Overwatch is one very specific thing. It's doesn't have a single player. It doesn't have any kind of like anything else. It's the you get some friends or you get randomly assorted with people. You fight each other. Game over. Did you win? Did you lose? So here's the official copy for best ongoing game from the GameAwards.com. Okay, I didn't copy oh. that. <laughs> Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. And I think that is a very descript okay. a, a very good description for so, all of so, these games. So everything yeah. you were if, saying. If I'm okay. taking it at the value. It is not about of... the experience of the games because they are all very different experiences. Yeah, it's right. About, that's which what is I'm kind saying, of a right? weird abstract way to define it, but this is what we got in front of us. So is, G- is GTA about... really getting crazy great content? I mean, I know they did the it gets like it, they, they are constantly all the time updating all the time new cars new missions new new like um things like uh, very recently stuff. yeah added added a whole new like like game drug system running you. system yeah, yeah drug running car car stealing um and it, it's constantly ever like it, it's a game that started at like a forty gig game, and now it's like hundred and twenty. Like so, with with, our, fucking, with our community and, and and I'll throw it out specifically with Mech. Yeah, I am Mech, hey. I am constantly enticed to go play GTA again. Like I want to do it, but then I realize that it's a sixty or a hundred gigabyte install, and I'm like, eh, I only wanted to play for like an hour. I mean, <laughs> the, the thing, I mean, these are just like how many? Which game have you put the most hours into? Is like Pub-ga. is like what it blows what it boils down to. What do you keep coming For back me, to? It's probably it's a literally... mixture of Grand Theft Auto, Overwatch, and I put a lot of hours in the pub, but I don't. Counter Strike Go. You can't, you can't pull play. three of them out. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, I have gone back to play PUBG and Grand Theft Auto Five or Grand Theft Auto Online rather because. Those games new got content. updated. I was yeah. like, "Oh, there's something new. I'm gonna go yeah. check out what that is." On that, on that uh, same, I think note, either of those, yeah. On that exact same note, the exact same thing you're saying. I have still kept my Overwatch install updated because every now and then they update, you know, Mercy or uh, Moira or whatever the fuck they brought in, and I'm like, "That sounds fun." Mm-hmm. And then I I spend a fucking evening playing that, and and I do go back to it more than I've done the other games. So for me, I'm I'm pretty confident the best ongoing is Overwatch for me. Even though right now I have not touched it in a long time, <laughs> but I know that you're, I'm not. You're gonna, ready to touch it. I'm not going to uninstall it. I've uninstalled Grand Theft Auto. I've uninstalled. Uh, I've uninstalled. <laughs> That's what this fucking bullshit category is about. <laughs> right. For the people that which, don't have. Which game of you are not uninstalled on your solid state? <laughs> Mine is uh, Battlefield One. Yeah. It's not even on there, and I've, yeah, I still okay. go back and play Battlefield One because I don't really give a fuck about I've any of these. I got Battlefield One to play with you. I also got Conan to play with you. We never played that. I don't, need, I don't need to play with anyone to play those games, but I'm down <laughs> to play with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Dark and Light. It's my game right there. I'm going to go back to Dark and Light so hard whenever Dude, they make it work. Arc on here? Arc is nuts, right? I don't think Arc is released yet. Well, they're, they're, neither is Pubka. So they, they probably don't have the, the fucking millions of people playing that these games do. Oh, no. That's Arc, what it Arc does. Down. Arc does. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> this is a weird category, in my opinion. It is. I, I think it's something that should be should be. I think I think I don't I don't mind the idea of it being a category because it's something that could be talked I about. Think, I think for me, it wins. It wins for best ongoing category. Is the best <laughs> ongoing game category. <laughs> I, that's what that's what I think. The All best right. category that is still evolving. All right. All right. Well, but we're gonna evolving. move on then. Uh, we're gonna move on to the emotions category. Games for impact. I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, bye. I, I honoring, have nothing of value to add to this. I've never played or heard of any of these games. Honoring exemplary games that take on real world issues and advocate for social change. Um. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> actually gonna go but, pee. Uh, uh, yeah. Obviously, I haven't. I mean, I haven't played any of these games. I've watched you, Curly, play a bit of all of, of Edith Finch, Life is. No, and I'm Night in the Woods and Hellblade. I yeah. don't know. I so so my my initial go to. We've talked about this earlier. I think fucking fucking Wolfenstein should be on here for getting rid of Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> social change, baby. I um, I looked into some of these uh bonus ones that I've missed out. I did not play Bury Me, My Love. Um, which how which can you even like... fucking pit these serious issues against each other? Schizophrenia and yeah. yeah. Well, so Bur- this, Bur- how do you do that? You want to go yeah. first? You want to go in This is the I, power I can, of Jeff Keighley. I, I can I can talk. <laughs> I can I can I can take you down further the road that you don't want to go down, Sam. Right now, you don't have time uh, for that. Bury Me, My Love uh, is a game that is, I think, a mobile game technically, but it's a it it's a narrative game, but it's about uh, a refugee from Syria. Uh, leaving, yeah. So there's that. You couple that, and with... it's one of those. It's one of those real time <laughs> storytelling games. So it's like text message based, and when they're doing something, you have to go and wait until you get a new message from that person. It is semi real time in that awesome. sense. If you ever, get I've hated message. every single one of those I've played. It. I've hated <laughs> every single one. Uh, Hellblade: Sinuous Sacrifice is a you know schizophrenia. Or I'm assuming I never finished it, but you know that's what it's about. Life is strange before the storm is time traveling lesbianism lesbianism. No, before the storm doesn't have time travel. It's just lesbianism. Okay. Uh simplified. Uh <laughs> I didn't actually get to play that because Sarah moved to fucking Arizona and doesn't let me play it unless she's here. So that's fucking great. Oh. Um Night in the Woods is about Sharkle Pizzas, man. And it's about um... depression. It's about <laughs> depression in the Rust Belt. <laughs> It's glorious. And uh, Please Knock on My Door is... Uh, I was actually going to play this one uh, before the show, but I didn't get the time. Uh, it is like a top-down like resource management sim game where you, Weird, deal, you deal with crippling depression and the consequences that come with it. So you have to make, you have to make choices between like answering the phone when your dad calls and then feeling the crippling depression that you fucking failed your dad. And it's, it's like a lot of weird nuances about that, but it's all about, there's no real good choice to it. And then you, you end up with like, at the end of it, you end up with a bunch of different multiple endings. Um, so, uh, uh, this reminds me of, uh, Oh, what was that game from a year or two ago? Gods will be watching. Yes. You know, where it's very like the the trailer that I'm looking at here on Steam is like a guy in his apartment and you're deciding, you know, like you mentioned, if you want to care about the fact that your father called and left a voicemail or not, or you have to eat or yeah. also like play games like it, a you, mood management. You've only game. got enough energy to go to work or care about your fish and you're like, <laughs> God. 
Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I, I think just just uh, based on my minimal experience with some of these games, it I life Night in the Woods definitely grabbed me and stuck with me the most and made me weirdly care. I don't really play those kinds of games, you know, or whatever they are. Uh, I don't want to, whatever, put them in a box. But Hellblade was, it was the, it was kind of beating up guys, cutting them with swords and stuff, and not really tack, the, the character had an issue, but it wasn't like dealing with that in a way that was very relatable. Whereas Night in the Woods kind of, really brought you in on this this these characters lives in a way that I was compelled and the art style fed into that and stuff so I just that one just for me personally stuck with me the most yeah it didn't feel yeah. trived in a way in a way it was very refreshing night in the woods is so feels so lifelike just in terms of its dialogue script uh and also I think I I think a knock the only knock on impact against night in the woods is what is at the bottom of the mine, which I think is super fucking wacky. And it kind of puts kind of let some of the air out of the real issues of depression and exhaustion and stress and all of the other little stories that it tells. It's, but it's, I think it's, it's it right though. Is, is it not it? The, 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 the book, the Stephen King novel, like, it is there's all these there's overreaching real things going on but for whatever reason the story had dovetail into has to have a goofy stupid a thing real again. crazy monster of some kind and you're like okay i guess i because i didn't yeah. need i didn't need any of that last act like, that whole thing was fucking <laughs> yeah. whack i was like oh oh it's i mean okay. it's it's a decision like it's the come to Jesus moment for that game and it's gonna be that and it's either that or something realistic and I guess if you're gonna try to have like some big like defining pivotal like oh yeah man you know I really gotta get my shit together like it's maybe a little easier to have it be something fucking wacky and out of left field like that than decide that there is a universal breakthrough that everyone can relate to. <laughs> There's like a moment where they're like so so like a lot of people just died down there, right? Like, <laughs> like yeah. oh yeah. Right. No, yeah. No, yeah. That's like that's like 12 bodies that's that's about a lot of people oh, just shit. came accounted for. Oh, shit. No. Towns but even that dark. even that though, like the fact that it's kind of it, it kind of I don't know depression personally, but the fact that it's kind of couched in this colorful, like cart Saturday morning cartoon style, yeah. but it, it it tells, it, it uses that to kind of belie your expectations, which is what someone with depression, on the on the face of it, you it's yeah. you can't always, it's not always clear what's going on, and well, yes. the fact that they you they actually tell real kind of people dying and people getting hurt, and I I just I love that kind of juxtaposition, and I feel like it really drives home the the point of it all to, to me it was it was very much that but it was more of the fact that the realness was uh aligned in the mundane of all of it where there it, it was it's not that big a deal when you ever if you ever take a step back as a person who's playing it who has the privilege of being the person out of the scene and yeah. you're like none of this is a fucking big deal you whiny teen shit like but when you're playing it like in my opinion at least uh i could feel the realness of it i could feel that 
that you just fucking sometimes don't, you don't have the mental fortitude to be able to step back and you think this person's this and you think the person's that and you think everyone else has got it together when you don't and then you realize that other people don't and then you realize that sometimes you're the one keeping other people together and you don't know how to deal with that and then you freak out about yeah. that and it's all fucking, we're all fucking broken human beings and I think he did a great job of telling that in a way that is so real and so, I don't know, I just, I was playing it without any expectations and just being like, Dun, 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 and then fucking boom all of a sudden i was like in tears so like uh i loved it i loved a lot about that game and i think it did a great job more than uh any of these games i didn't play uh <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie oops sorry i looked at your game on steam and it looked bad um so would you would you say night in the woods outranks edith finch for you for Curly? me yes yes because uh edith okay. finch edith finch isn't the, the narrative that everyone needs for me it's the one that i solidified on as the way that i live my life i am a person who decided based on my own fucking feelings that that when i look at situations i look for the positive and i look for what yeah. is is that then that works for me that's my world i don't think that's the solution for everyone and um i just kind of um it it, it struck a, a tone with me that i liked uh so for me that's why it won uh the way the narrative wins but in regards to games for actual impact i think night in the woods is a pretty goddamn universal story it doesn't really delve too deep into exactly what kids issues are or growing up issues are or anyone's issues are but it is a pretty universal experience where you 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 go out there to the world expecting that you're the awesome yeah. one and then you realize that you're just a fucking another fish in a broken sea and you just it's like uh, fuck fuck man there's no win in this shit and you know what you don't have to win it you just got to fucking live and enjoy and and find those couple stupid fucking crocodile friends and friends <laughs> who like to hit light bulbs outside of the back alley and shit and like live your fucking life like that like that's it that's all that matters and again, the reason why I'm not picking Hellblade for this is Hellblade did a great job of showcasing to even to me, like who researches shit like this. Like, I didn't have any idea what schizophrenia was like. In honest, and I and obviously I still don't, but I feel like I have a little bit more of an understanding of situations like that. And uh, that being said, I still think that was more powerful audio experience than it was yeah. the games for impact because people are going to play through that game and go. What do you mean? It was talking about schizophrenia. I was slashing zombies the whole time. You know, like whatever. Like yeah. I, I got a cool sword. Um, so whatever. Like I, Night in the Woods for me easily, even with its bad platforming parts. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad though. I haven't played Life is Strange before the storm, mostly because I would like to show solidarity for the actor strike that affected that game. Um, but I've heard it's fine, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I so there's oh shit I didn't know about that. No, oh, well, <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna play it whenever I get the Sarah run uh, one day. Well, apparently they're doing another episode for Before the Storm, but with Ashley Birch and uh the girl who played Max because now the actor strike is over, so they can oh, nice. they can record just <laughs> a new episode. Oh. It's a... <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, whatever. It's great. I got it. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> best art direction, then. Here you oh go for you, you, you cuphead lovers. If you really want to go that way. I mean, it's no, it's, it's more a hard than just one between that. Cuphead and Persona for me. So Perso I, mean, I, I, I feel like if I, had, if I had, like, if I had, if I had plain Persona, I might have said. But Persona, 
Is it not? Persona's, Persona's it's not over Persona designed. 3. It's All overdone. Right. That's its problem. All right. It's Destiny wins. Everybody stylish. moving on. Destiny takes this. <laughs> I, I like the, I like fine. I like that they put shiny stuff on the guns in Destiny I, I, and okay. <laughs> my my <laughs> opposition to Persona Five is that um, most of the stuff is innocuous, right? The way they set up store menus, the way they set up the pause menu, whatever that is, doesn't change that experience. But I think it it uh, for as much as it tries to speed up the actual combat experience, I think it is uh, tough. I don't think it's a great look, look, look. I think it detracts from the combat experience. So I think I, that's an example of the art direction negatively impacting the game. I'm gonna be that guy, unfortunately. The reason sure. why I'm not gonna play Persona games, uh, is because I, I'm not in I, I'm over anime. I'm over anime video games. I sure. I played it I there was a love affair in my youth and I loved I gobbled up every fucking like fucking Final Fantasy, Lufia, whatever. And now it's just like ridiculous hair and i i'm sure there's more heart to it but i just can't get by i can't get it's just too much the same stuff even if it does do interesting things but yeah i think persona 5 is the most anime of that stuff i i think it's in some ways the most anime and in some ways the least uh but if we're talking art direction i i think man it is tough because persona 5 does the best job of dungeon design um and and trying to create enemies and conflicts and antagonists what? that have actually have meaning, um, but I I still think it's over designed, and I think Cuphead probably deserves it. I I'd like to think about Horizon Zero Dawn. That game, the textures yeah. of that game. I the opening scene. I look at a tree. There's a trail of ants crawling up the tree. The 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 micro the macro of it. And the fact that they nail like the small things like grass and clouds and the and the and the vistas, all in the same, like game. There's and the robots. Like there's some pretty cool stuff going on there. I don't know. I, I'm I can't. It's kind of hard to choose because I also really like Breath of the Wild's art direction as well. Uh, and and Cuphead is just like a fucking fresh new thing that is not. It's old but it's new again and it just feels good. It feels like they're taking this. Oh. I can't. It's kind of hard for me to pick because I still look at Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm just blown away at chipping away fucking bits of robots and just every little thing, just so tiny, and you just want to. I don't know. I kind of wish I, I had spent more time with Zelda uh, before this, because I'm not sure if I remember how the art was. It was a nice. I mean, as far it's like it was, simple, it was just a nice. It's, like kind of cell shaded. It's the same thing bit. as Horizon Zero's Dawn. It's the it's the the vistas and the the micro. Like, what are the enemies? Are the enemies kind of cute, but also imposing? Like, I love looking at the mob goblins and they're like licking their lips and having some weird dumbass conversation. And then, but when you get up to them, you're like, I want these fuckers dead. <laughs> and uh, they somehow marry that those two things together in Zelda. Ooh, this, so it's this, just kind of late game Zero Dawn playing and seeing these giant robots come at you and yeah. then you're like i'm gonna get that gun off of it and i'm gonna fucking shoot it with its own gun and it's, it's kind of cool i really enjoy that i do think that breath of the wild does a great job in depicting the natural and i and i i think it's dungeon design and the way it designs the unnatural parts of that game are kind of either stiff or yeah. not i think the beasts are cool 
character ideas, but I don't yeah. think that they're well designed or they're they're as good as dungeon yeah. designs as they could be. And I think that's probably why that's I, fair. I would give it to something else. I, I found it pretty um, bland. I, I, as as the more I explored Zelda and the more I explored Horizon Zero Dawn, I like them for their screenshots, but there's so much bland in between. And I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't say that. Like like all the times that I've climbed on hills in Zelda and just there's nothing, and nothing and nothing and nothing on the backside of this cliff, and I wanted stuff, and it wasn't there. Um. I mean, that's you're not talking about art direction. I'm talking about. That's true, right? Like, I, and uh, Gabby makes a good point that, like, I'm bringing up dungeon design, uh, which. Well, I mean, I was gonna say on your point, Bryce, that the fucking I, I'll never forget the creepy, otherworldly, dark side of Twilight Princess. Comparatively, it's it's kind of pales, and as far as like, but I guess it's more of an ancient technology or something. I don't know. I don't remember, sure. but. I, I'm I'm having a hard time with this one because then there's Cuphead. Because <laughs> Legend of Zelda like equally has incredibly good characters design, like like fucking I still continue to see fan art of Prince Sidon. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, probably of any of these except maybe Cuphead. What was uh, the, Legend what was, of Zelda has some of the best character design. What was Impa's little uh, uh, side fucking uh, uh, intern that she had that was like, oh, you're, you're the master link. Like, I'm so, and she wanted to be so nice to you, but she was like terrified of you, but she had written a little journal about you. Every little, mm-hmm. I love that little kid so much because I, I walked up to her because I was running a yeah. nude build by that time. And I walked up to her and she's like, Oh, you're so like, she's like get out of here! And I was like, I was like, oh, that's crazy. And I put clothes on. She's like, okay, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, that's well done. I yeah. I think after discussing it, I'm gonna I'm going with Horizon Zero Dawn just be, for the I've never seen the fact that the minutia of the world that they put in, and then coming back and looking at the world and the way that the atmosphere affects the different layers of the distance, and her hair. I mean, just looking at her fucking hair the whole game. No trace effects needed. Her hair was great. Uh, so to 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 glom onto that, I was gonna go with Horizon Zero Dawn as well, uh, specifically because uh, the way that they they not 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 I, I hate I hate that I'm gonna use something that's not our direction, but uh, they do describe it in a way that makes it uh, more explanatory or, or, or better explained than I can actually do. Um, the 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 animals the, the robots the robots that are that are around the land uh, at at, the, at first they're very jarring you're like the, there's a, a screamer and there's a weird like half turkey creature that's like sucking oil out of the ground and you're like uh, yeah it, it, it's jarring but then you learn about it in the game and and to them it's very natural and in in, the, in their world the 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 creature created it the 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 AI had the full force of creating creatures that were efficient to do the job that they needed which but that's, was which was that's art direction because they're you know one looks like a crab yes. so they they kind of and one looks like a giraffe and the, but, but so, 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 the, the, the 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 ai that was gaia was an ai that founded her her mental state based on uh, an almost a uh, homage to the dead animals of the world that came before her and she was like, yes, I love them, and I wish that they were still around. And so her creations were very 
they did their job, but they were also still very like a throwback a little bit. So you get a little bit of crab in there and you get a little bit of giraffe. Yeah. And, and I just and, and they the way that they slowly revealed that the way that the uh, the whole world was was at the same time as you you are playing a, quote unquote as I say a far cry, but you're playing it in a world where everything is a robot and it it at first is very jarring, but at the same time all of a sudden you just feel like you're fine with it and the world is great and and also you're also you also start as a tribal character like a very fucking like caveman character and you go out into a world that is like no we've had sun kings for thirteen generations where <laughs> we've we've been kicking and screaming out here and fighting wars and killing and spilling blood and making gold cities while your your village was just behind that fucking wall yeah. and you get an experience an experience of being like no no I know nothing about my world and it's and and Zelda relied more on like here's something new maybe but I don't know I, you know I don't know I just <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I was gonna say there <laughs> I I would I would say Horizon Zero and I was gonna say Cuphead just to give it to Cuphead but but Horizon also Horizon I, but I I'm surprised it's... it runs my PS4 too so I, was, yeah. I don't know how they do that yeah I I I wish I had played Horizon at this point because it does seem like a really fantastic game. And in terms of art direction, I just spoiled uh, all of it for you. By the way, <laughs> I wasn't listening, so it's not. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it it does a good job of being like semi photorealistic, and it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um. And so it's kind of this comparison between you know, uh, trying to depict something as realistic as possible versus Cuphead, which is the exact opposite of trying to capture one vis- one very specific tone and find all of the bits inside of that i i could yeah. go either way on on that all right uh cool. that's a valid point action adventure game oh christ wait are you gonna skip most i i will well, he's do got that. a I list i want that one to me later i put them in an order that i like oh, my God. Right. <laughs> he wants people to hear the good stuff at hour six <laughs> stop go quickly oh, go quickly uh, go Sorry, um, zero. I don't sorry, really have sorry. anything. Your best action adventure games are uh, as follows: Assassin's Creed. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Origins. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Super Mario Odyssey. The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Who is this person? This is the Tokyo Game Show. <laughs> Un- Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. <laughs> this is like uh, Paris Games Week again. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. Super Mario Odyssey is the best game of this year. Um, the bullshit. Action. End action. of statement. <laughs> that coin action. All right. Sorry. Best action adventure it's a, game of the year. It's year. adventure. I don't know. You're right. But, action but, slash but, adventure. But, but, but it's, a, it's a 3D platformer. It's not an action adventure game. Is it? It's the I, biggest adventure game. Well, I'm not going to say the biggest adventure game. For me, personally. I don't know, man. Taking out a Thunderbird in, in fucking... In, I mean, I would... I, Mario kills a dragon! He kills a Dark Souls dragon. Literally, the, <laughs> the Dark Souls dragon comes into his game, and he throws his hat at it three times, and that's I'm it. On, that's all he I'm does. On the opposite end. I'm on the opposite end of Curly, where I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn on hard, and without... Mm-hmm auto aiming and every i love every clutch fucking fight with a robot i would it's, uh, every fight with a robot is how far intense. are you in how far are you in i don't know the, the fucking uh i've got most of the map opened up okay 
I don't know. I forgot the story. I, 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 got, I got to a point where I literally was like, you're kicking me twice and I'm dead and there's nothing I can do about it. And I got mad. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, whatever. I also that took a break. Said, I also took a break from June to now. I don't want to hear your fucking excuses, right, bro. Fucking whatever, I'm done. I'll tell you why, why fucking Horizon Zero Dawn's on my list. Right. Then again, also, no other game has fucking climbing, cliff climbing mechanics. Why did that take so long to make into a video game? I, I love Breath of the Wild Assassin's for that. Assassin's Creed has it. No, it doesn't. No, no it not has good, not good. What? And you move up in a it has direction. climbing panels. Zelda, you can climb on anything. Yeah. So, uh, manage your stamina. Uh, you have to risk risky Sa- jump Sam you oh. were you were there when I rebooted Horizon on stream yeah. and I was like just jumping on a wall and I was like I swear I remember yeah. jumping on fucking walls I remember climbing but, up this vista like I I know I can get up there why can't I get up there and then Sam, fault, Sam, was, like, Sam was like, but, "Oh, you 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 dumbass! That's Zelda. Like, this fucking Horizon Zero Dawn does. You got to look for the the, the yellow right. specs. <laughs> I just that putting down traps and and whittling down a, a beast that uh, thank God isn't uh, flesh and blood, because then I wouldn't be playing it. But that being said, the fucking hunt, like they get it so good as opposed to the combat and breath and Zelda, which is kind of. It's very good as well. You're, you're thinking, but it's you're just kind of swatting away things. I loved every bit of Zelda that wasn't the main storyline. And, and I've, I've, I think I've expressed this before, but I've never fully thrown it out there. Zelda, Zelda was a great game It doesn't do a good job me, of it. But it was a great game in my head. I did a great... I, I loved every bit of the game where I was anticipating what the game was going to be. And then when I finally did the fucking four mini-bosses and then the main boss of the game, I was like, yeah... That wasn't yeah. that great. That was really shitty. <laughs> like that was really boring. And I, I, I got to the first, one of the first like fucking uh, the trophy boss, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, and I was like, okay, that so that's like the first stage. No, no, you won. You won. You shot the boss three times with an arrow. Okay, uh, great. I'm like, all right, I'm done, done. I, 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 I don't know how I can give it any accolades. I was almost gonna the say something. The climbing, that's that's it, my, I mean, honestly, just, it's so they, big. Just make it an open world and have no ending. Just make it Skyrim with no ending. Like, just don't give me any, and I've never said this before, don't give me any story anymore. Pretend there's a story there. Tell me you're going to have to find it at some point, and I'll explore your world to the depths. But I, unless you have a you good what, story. Eve's Gimon has, <laughs> has a game for you, and it's called <laughs> every Ubisoft game coming out for the next 10 years. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I, I think I think what gets Odyssey for me. I'm gonna keep with Odyssey, though. I I, I do think I could see. I I, under, I actually un, I do understand it for Zelda, and I could see the argument for Lost Legacy. Odyssey tells you a very specific adventure. You are going on a a very well crafted journey. It it is a literal Odyssey across all these different kingdoms, all these different modes of play. Um, and when it's, when it, when you think it's done and you think, okay, I've seen the capacity of this game. It says, no, I have double that. Uh, I I think (laughs) that if we are talking about unadventure, Super Mario Odyssey is unadventure. So on that note for me, then Horizon takes it because of that reason. Exactly. 
And I know you didn't play it, but that's why it takes it from Sure. Me. I'm uh, Sure. Hey. I like, can see the appeal of that, though, because every time I play a Mario game, eh, well, past Mario 64, I'm like, oh, it's over? Oh, that was the Koopa boss fight? Oh. <laughs> I mean, but but it's not a hard game. The, the, you're mm-hmm. right. The critical path of Super Mario Odyssey is not hard. But, you, like... You play that last gauntlet, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you play... The dark side of the moon and the other thing that follows the dark side of the moon like if we're talking about challenge here i think super mario odyssey also has it it you have to seek just, it though it just puts it tw- 10 hours away from you through the critical path which it 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 actively tries to breeze you through but the first part of uh, this is getting into my game of the year the mm. first part of it is a fucking playground so it's like I don't know, fucking play on this playground for 10 minutes, and then fucking then you can go fucking dick around with the hard shit. It's pretty awesome. You're like, okay, I guess I get a playground, and then I get to do the fucking hard shit. Then I, at that point, once I've learned how to play on a swing for a while, I get to do the whole loop-de-loop. Okay. I will, I will also mention that we do have a best action game. So the fact we can't dismarry adventure, action from adventure. Action, from adventure, adventure, yeah. adventure and action. We have a, do we have a best adventure category? No, uh, I mean, uh, no. The then, ad- adventure <laughs> games RPG. are fucking LucasArts shit. <laughs> fucking King's Quest 2015 is still in the best adventure game here in 2000. I didn't. I didn't play Assassin's Creed because uh, I haven't played anything Assassin's Creed ever in my life. So. You don't need to. I. Uh, sorry, everyone. It, it sounds like a good Assassin's Creed game, but with loot now. Uh, Wolfgang's been playing it. He's been loving it. Uh, he he's uh, he's doing that dive that you jump into a haystack. Uh, I've been loving. Oh, that. cool! They kept they kept doing that. They kept doing that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's part of the game. That seems fun. You get an hey. achievement every time you do it. Actually, it's uh, it's every cool. time. Every wow, time. incredible! Uh, it's great. It's we great. we get a we get a character of color in the Assassin's Creed games because they had to take it all the way back to Egypt before that happened. Yeah, they had to put and it where everybody was. No, there was a Native American, in, and and there was a there was a black girl in the uh, in the PSP game. The PSP game. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so shut your goddamn mouth. Let but off. he plays <laughs> his boring ass white dad for the first part of it. <laughs> Who's gonna so, be your dad? Yeah, I mean, so what? Do, what do we all settle on, or like, what do we each individually decide on best action adventure? Because I don't think uh, we'll get it. So, so, so Sam convinced me. Uh, even though I, I fucking, Zelda? I fucking no, no, I shit it out, and I and I went easy mode or, because no, I got angry. But Horizon Zero Dawn's robot fights, I got angry at because I'm not skillful enough to fight them on hard. But that being said, I really enjoy them on medium or normal. <laughs> like I really enjoy the experience. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't trivialize it uh, as much as you think it would. Uh, though, but now that I've been trained, as I said, like, it, it, I'm like, oh yeah, bitch can't come at me now. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, that, that was me, you know, just 20 minutes ago screaming how difficult you were on hard. Like, I, I mean, I just, I, I liked the action part of Horizon Zero Dawn as much as I liked the, the novelty of the adventure, which they, was they, fighting robot dinosaurs in a post post apocalyptic earth. I will say they so do they kind of... they do the moments where you're you're doing the same shit uh in, in all these games like uh Far Cry and whatever, which is the base infiltration, which there are few and far between numbers of them. Uh but they have this like this concept where uh 
your people, your tribe that you're with are infiltrating a base and they're all like, okay, Alloy, on you, on your call, we're going to come in. And she's like, wait, come in when you hear fighting. And so you can stealth the whole thing and kill everyone. And then everyone's like, yeah, good job, Alloy. Or you, when you fuck up, they're like, here we are, let's go. And you're like, okay, cool. Thanks guys for backing it up. That, that whole concept of the way the fights work out, like I go into them and I'm like, all right, I actually feel like I want to stealth this. Let's go. And I get one guy and I get another guy and I get a couple guys. And then maybe I get the whole base or maybe I don't. But then like my bros come in and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's just go all balls to the walls. It's, yeah. it's dynamic and it feels great. And it's an, it's a good experience. So I'm looking at the menu for this list. And I think other than uncharted, all of these games are far cry map <clears throat> game, uh, action adventure. But, but <laughs> they are games where they give you maps and you fill out the map. Yeah. You take the towers out and you cut the radio wires and, uh, you turn off the tall necks. I fucking, I fucking love Far Cry. You, lo- <laughs> you, you, lo- you love taking off the tall necks and and the bells. I love having options. You don't have that in Uncharted. Like I love trying stealth, fucking it up, and then oh no, do with the I'm, situation. Oh yeah, no, I'm not using this to to cherry for for Uncharted. I'm saying yeah. of that experience, Super Mario Odyssey got me to come back to it way uh, constantly. I am at over 800 moons in Super Mario Odyssey oh. because because <laughs> they have made every single facet of that experience, almost every single facet of that experience, feel good, feel like an adventure. Oh, man, I, I the, mean, this moon is the, the hidden, Cappy's hidden treasure. What's Cappy's hidden treasure? Let's go find out. Yeah. It's, a lot of little moments on top of this very grandiose adventure. I, I haven't played Mario. That's why, yeah. It, it just, it's just, an, it, in my mind, it's just another Mario game. And I know it's not. I know it's the best. But it's still, it's the same thing with Persona 5. It's like, it's this little guy saving the princess from, I mean, I mean, it's just jumping. I don't know. I just, I, I, I would like the new stuff. I like, I like it when people go out. And I know that within the Mario Odyssey, they're going with out of their comfort zone, probably. But I oh. like it when there's new IPs and they're they're well done. It's Mar- impressive. Mar- Mar- as much as you as much as you resonate with me, Bryce, Mario is great for all those reasons. It is still a collectathon. It is still some of those some of those moons are. These are all collectathons. But 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 some of those moons are just fucking whoop. Do oh did I slip on a fucking banana? Oh you got the banana slip fucking moon. And you're like, okay, great. Uh, thanks. Uh, if you're saying, if you're accusing the game of being generous, then yes, I'm not. I'm not I'm <laughs> a generous experience. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm coming out of the wrong so way. I, I, I'm coming out of the wrong way. I'm, I'm trying to attack it for some reason, and there's no sure, reason. Sure. There's no reason to attack Mario. Uh, I'm just saying, as an action adventure game, where I feel so. So Mario felt amazing, and I will explain this. When we get to the category that Mario wins, which is game of the year, uh, but <laughs> but we're while we're here at the best action adventure game, I think the most grandiose adventure that I think I've had out of all of these, without having played Assassin's Creed, uh, Uncharted wasn't a great adventure, but Horizon Zero Dawn has, and maybe it's because I just recently played it, 
it's it's such a great grandiose adventure and i and that's where i'm going and sticking with that's my fucking locking in okay I'm, I'm sorry i mean this this pot this is good bound i mean this is going to be a long podcast we're already there. I'm, 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 I'm apologizing, but also I'm not apologizing because I don't care. This is too uh, long. You can leave we, whatever you want. We don't talk about video games enough. Yeah. And it all gets verklempt and it comes out in this hot lava spew upon <laughs> one time a year. What's up with that? <laughs> we, okay, need, we, we need to do this more during the year. Uh, we need to have the Jeff Keighley uh, mid, midterms. Mid-year uh, speculation. <laughs> <laughs> Summer Games Done Awards. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so your next one is best action game. <laughs> uh, Man, fuck me. I don't know. I didn't, I haven't played any of these games. Neo, Cuphead, Destiny 2. God, Destiny, really? Every time? Uh, Wolfenstein. So fucking fuck me. I'm going to straight up say... Uh, I, and Prey. I, and I'm, Prey is also in this category. The thing is, I'm so Prey. happy Prey got a category because in all honesty, I loved every minute of Prey and I wish it was in some of the other categories. But yeah. uh, Wolfenstein was my action game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Action nonstop. The fucking axe. Ugh. Oh, next guy. Yep. I just, yep. oh, God, I enjoyed every goddamn visceral minute of it. And then even when you die, it's like, it's like you know what? I deserve that. I shouldn't have looked him in the dumb face. I'm going yep. to get the next time I'm going to laser beam. Like, I just fucking loved every bit of that game. And I, I got and nothing I, else to add to that. I, I kept I kept playing it like I, I, I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm playing this game like an idiot. I am trying to be the most BJ Blazkowicz I can in my mind. And the I, game, I, the game kept rewarding me for being BJ Blazkowicz. And I was like, yes, fuck you. Fucking skip the boss. I'm over it's, here now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's weird because there's a quick save and a quick load. But I barely used it. When I died, never, I was like, yeah. this again. Yeah. I'm doing this right. Yeah. Yeah. Catching yeah. the grenade. I'm fucking throwing the hatch in the back of the commanding <laughs> yes. officer. I'm oh. going to rip the dog in half. There's only, there was only one moment I had to question. I was like, okay, there, there's such a run-up to this moment. Like, do I... There was such a... Uh, every time I died, I had to do a whole, like, three-minute period. And I was like... Is there, is there a quick save? And I was like, there has to be. And I hit F5, and I was like, oh, there is. Cool. I didn't even realize it until, like, 90% of the game, and I never touched it otherwise. Because I was just like, I'm enjoying it no matter what. Fucking let's go. Like, this time I'll go on the, on the roof, throwing shit down. Grenade, grenade. Fucking, oh, oh. Action. Action all the time. With no consequence, no, nah. And then you get story on the top of it, because it's a fun game. All right. So <laughs> Cuphead... Cuphead's on this menu. Now, there's no best platformer or no best no, fucking true. shoot 'em up. It's weird, right? Yeah. I don't know I don't know where that falls for Cuphead. Like it's it's the uh it's the Emmys thing, right? Either you got comedy and you got drama. We've got action and we've got RPG. Like, we got action and we got action and adventure. Action adventure and then RPG and then action. <laughs> also, were there any other good platformers this year? Spelunky too. In my head. That's not this year. <laughs> uh, Come on, Derek. Night you. in the Woods. The bad parts of Night in the Woods were the a platformer. Bad... There. And I would love that it was on the on the docket as the bad parts of Night in the Woods <laughs> <laughs> are up for best platformer. Though I, I think, think Nier has... We're not talking about platformers, though, right? We're talking about Cuphead. Sorry, and I think, yeah. like, we have to decide, or we have, like, do we could... Is Cuphead right in this category or do we even get to decide if it's not 
Is it, is it, so, so I just described my action game. There's did, a parry. Did, did, Cup, did Cuphead make you feel like that? No. I, 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 I kind of have some moments that I could recreate in my head, in my dream space, that I'm like, God, then I came up and the, I was the like, problem I was in the, the airplane and I was like. <laughs> the problem with the Cuphead thing is that you have to die a lot in order to, yes. well, I do, I guess, yes. in order no. to figure out how best to take action. So yes. it's like you're it's constantly learning. being, which is valid, but I don't know if it, well, like I said, like we said, Wolfenstein is just, and maybe, and for me, Neo as well. That game was just always action too, uh, but I didn't, I got bored of Neo. So you, you just described why I didn't give Cuphead a lot of accolades for above categories, and 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 and, and the way it came out for me was oh, I'm too good. Which the thing is, a, a good Cuphead game, a good I want to be the Boshi game, isn't just a simple. Uh, Cuphead to me is this. It is a DDR game where you don't see the steps <laughs> until yeah. you die. And then you're like, yeah. and then you're like, okay, oh, oh, I, mean, oh, I was supposed to press right, right, left there. Okay, next time. I would say. I do right, right, left, and then, oh, oh, up, up, oh, I guessed up, up, and down. Cool, now I didn't live, so now I'm going to try up, up, and down. More like a Dark Souls type thing, in my opinion. A little bit, yeah. You, you can and I think Neo on... does that better, because Neo, you, you can survive a little bit longer and, and deal There's with so stuff many moments in cuphead where i'm like okay cool phase two all right he's wiggling he's wiggling oh that part of him is a is a hitbox okay now i know now don't go back in all right yeah uh oh he does oh there's a second phase. okay that okay now now we know uh let's go and also i'd like to i don't want to keep dragging it out but destiny 2 does feel really good like after playing resident evil 7 and evil within 2 and just feeling these playing these dark ass fucking harsh games playing destiny 2 and just popping little fucking monster bugs heads i mean i was i played that for way longer in a sitting than i thought i was gonna play it i still play destiny but wolfenstein it's just like puerile fucking joy destiny 2 is my uh is my uh is my category for best game to play while watching netflix <laughs> this is my favorite. Destiny <laughs> Two seems like a very good clicker game. <laughs> yes. It's it's, it's uh, one yeah. step up from a clicker game, right? Like, here you go. Oh, Whereas oh, sign the guns actually are, you know, you're not if you're aiming down the sights, you might have a better chance of hitting stuff, but your guns are kind of you're un unwieldy. Where Destiny is like pop the head, pop the head, pop the head. I don't know. What's up, Kaz? You got you got thoughts, buddy? Cassie's oh no! I, I just I said I said Wolfenstein at the start. Like there's nothing. Else oh, okay. <laughs> sweet. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Action game Wolfenstein done. Problem solved. Everyone's agreement. <laughs> All right. Now. Um... <sighs> and then I was trying to sneakily get my broken headphones out of the way. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> I moved them all oh to the God. end. Uh, We're almost on three hours. Come on, quick! Uh, shit. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. We're just gonna go down these on the on the on the, on the reel now. Uh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna jump in the categories for Kaz. Uh, esports team. <laughs> I can't with a straight face. I'm sorry. I don't. You have don't have any to do idea. these. Kaz, lead, no one, no one lead the cause in here. Why do? Why are we gonna all click one of these? Cloud Nine, Phase Clan. Lunatic's phone high. is hooked up. Uh, it's mine. I'm sorry. 
that that's a weird one to skip that one skip best esports player nobody gives a fuck uh, it'll most likely Telcom, go to 12 zero team liquid <laughs> okay. trending have... gamer is curly uh best esports I... player uh it'll, it'll most if, likely go to Zera because gonna... he always wins these i'm gonna take a piss break this is, yeah, <laughs> it's a good time for it. Uh, 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 drunk kids gaming. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> best esports player, uh, the Lord Nikon. Strong, uh, from Team Nikon. No, but really, Cass, what what's the best esports game? I mean, uh, these these are these are categories because these are important to people, right? They they they're mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley's not dumb, like they've. Uh, You're not supposed to react to it. That's the point of me rolling my eyes. It's an audio podcast. You can't roll your eyes and have no one say anything. My silence spoke for me. (laughs) Uh, But Um, but I want want to hear someone who cares, who knows these people. I mean, it's not going to matter. Like, Cold Zero, if, if the, whenever there is a best esports player, Cold Zero always wins. But Faker's like the fucking king. But who do you like? Yeah, he, he, who you, he is. Who do you like? You only know Faker because you know League of Legends. You don't know yes. esports overall. Code Zera is a, just a very popular player who has dominated the game that he plays for a very long time, much like Faker, but he's just more personable. Yeah. And people like Kaz. Kaz. Here, here's you the have question, a menu. Kaz. Who do you like the best? This, this is I, a... I would, I would probably. Uh, that person wouldn't win, but it would be Ryu Zhang just because I've go. enjoyed watching him play Overwatch. He's a really Perfect. good Overwatch player. Ryu Zhang. Congratulations. What does he play? Over, I just said Overwatch. No, but what, like, no, who does he play like, in Overwatch? He Who's plays healers and tanks. Nice. You don't have an you don't have a main when you play professional. No, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I, I'm the guy dick. who's been trying to say that for all of our years of playing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm a Sona main. No, no, in in Overwatch, you play all of the characters. You don't play one. Nice. Uh, Bryce just eye roll eye rolled to that comment because you Neville, can't now say Bryce now. just eye rolled. <laughs> it, it's what do you want, Bryce? From me? It's sports. It's it's literal sports. If you only know one That's aspect fine. of the game, you are the weakest player in the fucking room, and you're gonna get sent home. You're right, goddamn we're, right, I we're, am. We're burning through these again. Uh, a be- so this is the actual category that is a real one, though. Is best esports game? What do you think, Kaz? Uh, it'll be probably between League of Legends and Overwatch. So Counter Strike doesn't because... have a, a hold anymore, or Dota's not uh, sticking it, it, around. Rocket Dota League is Rocket League's uh, Dota is very honorable mention. So, so like, like you have to think about it, casual players. Casual players are going to be voting on this list, and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna probably choose League or Overwatch over Dota or Counter Strike. Yeah, I I would pick. There's a lot of runover. I, I'm I, a fan I, of League of Legends me, to this day. I still enjoy League of Legends fight every now and then. Like um, I, I'll for watch. me, it's it's a hard choice between League and Counter Strike because I like a lot of the personalities between those two games. Overwatch is too new to have any personalities that you care about. Like they're they're there, but I don't give a fuck about them. I don't know fuck all about anyone who plays Rocket League or Dota. So yeah, right. I mean, what what are, what are the personalities that are? Like, I mean, what are these teams that are playing Rocket League? Right? Like <laughs> none of them. All right, all right. Actually, I think Team Liquid has a Rocket League team. 
the 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 most confusing category of all time for everyone in the world uh who's your favorite trending gamer it is obviously the most famous gamer on the planet drew scanlon the blinking white guy end of poll so like truthfully it would probably be between dr disrespect and shroud because they've kind of dominated twitch so shroud i've heard the last year from you from you and nikon uh (laughs) and then dr disrespect i've heard of because i think he got kicked out of PUBG for a while and then is not in PUBG. yeah no he he still plays it he just got banned for one day for killing a teammate (laughs) <laughs> and then so so the thing about it right um shroud is just a really good video game player um uh, so sorry, I, 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 his... I love chat is, is basically doing what i do which is who have you heard of who's the, who's the mm-hmm. name you've heard of once <laughs> like... um but but i'm i'm basing it on like kind of rise of popularity right so like shroud kind of started streaming this year and and has like smashed all the twitch records that exist and now holds all of them um for for like most subscribers at one time like most subscribers overall for a month like shit like that um dr disrespect is just a really entertaining dude like he does a lot of shit on his stream that is just like so entertaining and interesting like these moments of just cutting to himself on a green screen or whatever and and then like doing an ad for himself even though people are already watching his stream you know what i mean like and and being this very he's a character right he's not just the normal twitch streamer that you people would probably know who's just like just a dude playing video games right it's a it's a character um and it, it, it's living in the kayfabe of that character and people enjoying that character of what he is. I dig it. I'm down. I'm down. I, I just, uh, the only reason I ever heard of him was because of the whole controversy where he was acting like a dick in Pubga and then acting like a dick on Twitter. But I, that's his persona or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like that goes onward from there. Um, so I was like, oh, he sounds like a fucking dick. And then it turns out that, you know, I mean, his name is Dr. Disrespect. He's supposed to be a dick. Like. Like I get it, you know. So whatever. It's very um, much a character. It, like from from what I've heard, he's a really just genuinely nice, awesome no, guy. I, 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 he, I saw he, him. I saw him on shit on uh, TwitchCon where he was trying to live his own life, and people were trying to fuck with him as Doctor Disrespect, and he was like, "No, I'm not fucking in character right now. I want you to mind your own business. Like, like leave me the fuck alone." And it was like, "Oh yeah, that's you know, that's the way this works in this world." Um. Cool. Drunk Kids Gaming. Best trend gamer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Here I go. Number one gamer, number one. Number one. Number one. Uh, best <laughs> best fa- I, I'm going through all of them because I have to. I can't. D- best family game. I give it to Mario. Worst I, I, category. I, they're, they're all fucking Nintendo games. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I don't know Splatoon. I don't know. Does, any, um, does anybody... Splatoon right. Two is not a, if it's not a good family game. It's an online multiplayer shooter. It's not good for the family. Okay, yeah. So so Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, in my opinion, is the best thing to sit down with your family and do. You can all discuss where Ouija is going to go, and where Ouija is going to get shot out of his mind. Uh, <laughs> like, I had a blast with Mario. Uh, what the fuck is Sony Mario? 
I believe I, that's I, supposed I, to be Sonic Mania. No, I I, I printed this out. <laughs> I printed this out. <laughs> I, I pulled this. I I literally copy pasted this into this document from Remu. from for not IGN but from another website, and then mm. I printed it. And I was going through it, and I was like, "The hell is Sandy Murray?" <laughs> and I had already published this this uh, this vote thing, this and form. I was like, "They'll figure it out." It's 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 a Sonic <laughs> Mania. I didn't know. I was like, "Sonic is this Italian game Mania, <laughs> the Mania that came out, which is the uh, the reboot from the fans of Sonic, uh, which is a great game." Um, yeah. Uh, I I strongly I strongly agree that that Mario Rabbids is the best uh, family time game. Really? I agree with who yourself? No with one else. Who? No one has. No one's played with a fucking family. Which of what you have played with you your family? Get, what else are you gonna play with your family? We skip this fucking category altogether. Super Mario. Fuck yeah, skip it. No one cares. Every other, family every other answer is Mario. Here's the thing, right? Like, Mario and Rabbids seems like a cool game. I don't know that a young child could get enjoyment out of seeing a tactical, even if it's a super basic tactical game. You're assuming kids, 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 You're assuming Curly families. Talking, you're assuming families have children. It's yes, I'm assuming families can have <laughs> children. <laughs> How dare you? Look, families can be a bunch of dudes enjoying <laughs> each other's company. An in- yeah. Platoon. A family can be just dads. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Baby dads, big dads, great dads, good dads. It's all the same family. I mean, I, I think it's... Uh, look, I was just on the phone today asked for advice on the uh, the best game for a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old, and it was between Mario Kart and Super Mario Odyssey. The only game I can imagine playing with anyone older and younger is Mario Kart. That's the only game I can imagine. I can't imagine playing any of the other games with Actually, you know what? I I agree with you, Sam, and I'm not going to Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, all the way. Fucking Switch on the go, playing it on the fucking handheld? Odyssey's two-player stuff is not good. my My only issue is I wish Mario Kart had a real fucking game that wasn't just a fucking remake of the game they had on the U. Like, where? But no one played that, so. I don't know. Congrats, now you can play Mario Kart. I want to buy it, but I'm not spending $60 to buy a game that came out three years ago. But it has... It's deluxe, though. The Splatoon Kids. Both of you can die in a fire right now. I I, I get it, right? But it's like the Pokken thing, right? Like, Pokken came out on the Wii U. But, like, fucking the whole point that they're charging full price and, like, adding DLC and shit into these games is because... Okay, no one played them before, and I also just, they're Nintendo games. I feel Nintendo like games tomorrow never there's going to be a Mario Kart Nine, though, and it's gonna <laughs> there be- will not be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe I'll buy what? it then. Snipper clips. Okay, get down. Snipper Snip clips. clips. Snipper clips is a good Ooh. write-in candidate. Me yeah. and Curly almost got married uh, after beating that game. We 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 and actually we now that they have so the new in tune, we almost became a family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were well, literally also- we we were we were like. Our strengths, we, we, we were the Evangelion our strengths robots and our like, weaknesses we, coming together. 
we 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 were we were the uh, the Pacific Rim robots that were so in tune mind wise that we, we saw clips. Fuck... We snipped them. Yeah. Yeah. We saw snips. We clipped them. It was like, are you getting? Are you holding the flood behind you? I've got the flood. Where are you? Like, oh, what? that last level. Oh, yeah. it was so good. That's <laughs> a great game. All families should play snips clips. Also, why isn't fucking overcooked in this category? Why is it three fucking single player Mario? That's gonna that's gonna break up a family. Yeah, I don't understand where Sonic. Uh, they shouldn't. Have, it's a test. It's a test of your resolve with your children and mothers. I don't know. Yeah, I have well, no, we, I have no I, idea. I, Splatoon I two is the most on. like oblique choice here. Splatoon 2 is a great game. Like, if you're going to take a first-person or third-person shooter and make it family-friendly, I guess that's what it looks like, but it's still a fucking online shooter game. I mean, the Splatoon 2 is just trying to get your kids stopping to play Call of Duty and saying terrible things in your basement. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, can you just play something? Play this. Stop yeah. shooting people Go do a face. goddamn salmon run. run. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like methadone from a fucking drug user. Like, calm down off of that killing high. What's your favorite sports and racing game of the 2017? Skip it. Skip it. Skip I love it. I love that they combined sports and racing because all of the racing games were shit this year. Like, I have I have, nah, I have none opinion. I have no way to even weigh in. <laughs> None That's of these, not a single one of these games have have even slightly come up in yeah. the game. FIFA? I don't, I don't know. Sports? Uh, don't, not talk about things. Yeah, let's move on. Move on. Just, you know, sports happen. Sports happen, and you probably have opinions. Uh, so I'm the failure here, uh, but VR and AR game, they, they've combined them now this year. Skip it. Uh, Bridge Crew was amazing. I'm never going to play it again. Bridge Crew was a blast. Oddly, oddly enough. RE7 is a full campaign. It's the full game, though. So, I would love to play it, but I have it on PC. And if they if they do a Vive thing with the uh, with RE7, I'm fucking hard in. But I don't. I haven't heard anything about that. I I find it odd that Pokemon. It's a, it's a year. They had a year uh, first on that. It will be on the on Pokemon Steam. Go is not an yeah. AR game. It has an AR camera. Um. Right. In 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 in, in the, the, here's why I'm clicking this right now. Steam Super yeah. Hot VR. I I um uh I've been. I brought my whole Vive setup to work when I got it the first time, and I showed. I was like, I was like, guys, guys, you need to, you fucking need. Oh, you you don't even know. Here, try. It. I brought my whole computer in, brought it to work, had everyone go inside, do their whole thing, play the whole blue, play the whole Vive Lab shit, like go into town. Uh, then uh, my coworker was like, I, I love this. I want this. I want it in my house, but I'm not going to ever have the PC to do it. I don't ever want to buy the PC to do it. Is there going to be a version for the consoles? This was years ago. Now, they, in the future, they've got the whole PlayStation 5 uh, shit. Uh, PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, he comes up to me constantly. And he's like, dude, my sons are in super hot VR Every day, every night. That's Sounds what they're playing. Weird. That's what they play. They're My playing. Their sons super are hot. super hot. They're into super hot so fucking hard. Super hot. So if that, if that if that's in my opinion, that's the best VR game is the game that gets VR fucking out there. 
And apparently Dude, people so are playing VR, super high. VR gets VR out there if, for people that can pay for it. Sure. So how bi- how long is Super Hot VR? Because I know I, I was watching a little bit myself of, but... at all. <laughs> See, my only yeah, my only concern about Super Hot VR is that I know the clip that I was seeing, which might have been a demo or a trial or some pre-launch thing, was not very long, and Super Hot makes you feel like a real cool, kick-ass, badass, and all. And I think in VR that experience is more repeatable versus like the desktop, you know mouse keyboard thing yeah uh but i don't quite know how long that uh, that experience is but i think that's a solid like for me it's Uh, that or resi resi 7 star trek bridge crew i mean that that was amazing it was was fucking so sick the only thing i want from it is more uh which we didn't get to because we never actually run out of missions there should be more there should be more um, yeah, we didn't. I mean, I didn't play any more past. God what we damn did, it! But. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're. I had a blast with it. I'm switching. I'm switching to Star Trek. I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about fucking family games. Have get a family together yeah. talking. You take fucking engineer. You take fucking mom. Mom, pop. Timmy, you need to up son your fucking daughter. Nut. Yeah. Uh, uh, I need Timmy, my teleporters online, Timmy, Susan. Timmy, where are the fucking guns, Timmy? Timmy, engineering needs to get guns. Get the guns out. I don't know what guns are. Being in the captain's seat and having, like, David look at me and, like, waving at me. Like, I'm like, get back to work on fucking engineering. What are you doing? Having a good time. Dude, Star Trek Bridge Crew. We should go back to that and see what they've done with it. I'll give it to Bridge Crew as well. I I enjoyed watching you motherfuckers play that. Any other game would probably make me nauseous because I'm very sensitive to that for some reason. Best strategy game. XCOM, XCOM 2. Done. Everyone's XCOM. moved on. XCOM. Now, Mario yeah. Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. The same Stop. game. Stop. Stop. Done. Stop. Done. One of those is clearly better than the other. Make an and argument you know for it. it is, and it's Make not an the argument. one you Making an argument for it or, or move on. Wait, no, it's XCOM. Mario Rabbids is fucking baby's first XCOM. Yeah, XCOM is real tactics and real strategy. Like, Mario and Rabbids looks fun, but, like, XCOM is the real shit. Yeah. And All also, right. we can skip best RPG because we know which one which one is the best. Be- RPG. Best RPG, uh, Divinity Wait, Original Sin. The Original Sin too. Okay, I haven't played. I haven't played Divinity, which makes this a hard category for me. Because I think that's what Bryce is. Do you like RPG? I know. I would. I would give it to Persona. Like Nier is not Shit. a good RPG. I'm giving, like it, I'm giving it to whatever Bryce gives it to. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, so like, I look at this menu, right? I didn't play Divinity. Final Fantasy 15 has incredible storytelling problems, which is like, hey, that's an RPG. You got to get that shit right. Near Near Automata, the RPG element is like not the big part of that game. And South Park: The Fractured But Whole, I didn't play it, so I have I have a tough time. I'm sure it's hilarious. It's got it, great comedy. I don't. I just I don't care about the South Park games. I'm gonna I don't play like it. South Park. I don't like the South Every Park games. I'm, I'm going to watch game. Curly play it. Every time the I play a South Park great. game, it's great. It's hilarious. It's great. It's fun. Yeah. Stick of Truth was great. I uh, and I didn't play it, which is why I'm not picking it. I think it's Persona Five. Persona Five is the best of what that game is, which is a very traditional JRPG, and I think that's what this category is. And I haven't played Divinity, so um, I'm that's how I'm. Avoiding all of your comments. I mean, Divinity is basically D and D on a very in a, on a fucking It's D and D online with but real, but real D and D online, not D and D, not all the shit that like D and D the company has tried to produce. It's Dungeons and Dragons tabletop, but with a computer controlling it. But there's no, there's there's rules and there's no, there's no one telling you can't break the rules and you break the rules. And the game breaks 
and you're fine with it and it's great and it's lovely and it's there's no dm because the dm is a robot and you play it and i love it and we had a great time still that having sounds a great weird. time that sounds it's, weird but it's super try it weird. try it grab grab three friends explain. play it just fucking or see. Pl- i need friends you can play it by yourself or try okay Try jumping in randomly to somebody else's game. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> the, no, no, this, no, no this is no. super weird because this sounds like the pitch for the first like electronic RPG game. Like, no, no, it's just like your tabletop games, but the computer does all the math now. <laughs> don't, don't do what Sam says. Just seriously, find three friends and play the game. Uh, mm. Or if you can't, don't play the game. Play it <laughs> solo. If you play it solo, you're gonna play it solo with you controlling three other characters. Yeah, it's gonna be like XCOM. Or you can enjoy it with everyone playing their own character into their own RPG standard, Dude, standards. I barely have. I I count my blessings that I that I have three friends that want to play Divinity with me. I don't think any of you, you schmuck would, you could find two other. You would never have gotten through this game if you had to play all the characters by yourself. I wouldn't have played it. No. Yeah, you would have been like fucking oh L two. Okay. But cool. that's this year. That's this year for you because I'm not playing a lot of games I should be playing because there's just so many fucking full bodied games coming at me. I I, I mean Persona Five. Full bodied. Mean, I've heard amazing things about Persona Five, and I and like yeah. I said, I, I'm the anime aesthetic throws me off, but people yeah. say such good things about it that I I'm I'm I I there's got to be you know. And and I think I think something in- to do that. In that respect, in viewing Persona 5 in the context of all the other traditional JRPGs, I think it does a very uh, noble thing of trying to be about very modern concerns. I think if you told if Persona Persona 5 came out in February of this year in America, and I think if it came out today, it would just be equally as prescient because so much of it is about not targeting the big bad guy or the big demon. It's like stopping injustice. Like, like, hey, this this gym teacher is having sex with his students. He's the bad guy now. Oh, this guy is a, is a mob boss. He's the bad guy now. Uh, it is it is of all of those games trying to take on the most real world antagonists. And I think in that genre of like semi fantasy or like uh, demons entering the modern day, I think it is trying to do its hardest to make real world antagonists, which I think is hard to compare to Divinity, which I don't know, but it has a very fantasy motif. Honestly, I think that's not a stretch from Divinity. Divinity actually takes kind of the fantasy elements you're used to, but it also couches a lot of characters in very real world motivations. And the, the villains, sometimes they become... Lay way later on, you realize maybe they're right. Maybe we should get rid of the source of our powers because all we're doing is going around killing lots of things, and so are they. They're you, trying to get this power too, and you, it's like a very. Guys, you guys are all still talking storytelling, though. Like storytelling is a huge part of RPGs, but yeah. RPG is role-playing game. I, yeah, I there the... no role exists hey, without the story. What play? What role do you play in Near Automaton or uh, Automata? You play the android. Okay, so I play Bumblethorn. <laughs> in in and Sam is now uh, laughing. Anyone that's watched any of our streams, Sam plays Thorpe. Okay, sure. Wolfgang yeah. Wolfgang plays fucking Kira. Uh, Steve Steve yeah. The uh, Steve plays artists. These we are role playing characters that we made yeah, up. Yeah, but 
And we are we have we have depth See, to each other's characters. I think you're, All of us have think depth. You're, you're comparing character creation to character immersion. You can totally yeah. be the our, protagonist of Persona Five our, and our feel like you're that character. Our characters are immersed as fuck in the world. They, the people know our people know because Thorn you created them. People know Bumblethorn because of his dirty deeds with sleeping with lizards. Like he, and knows, he people know these things. I'm a stinky dwarf. Sure. People know me in the world, and it, and it goes on and but, it carries on. It's fine. I, that's why I think this Divinity is also not is, an argument. I started. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Divinity is is like the game best RPG, but Persona Five is is and Near Automata. From what I hear, they're they're going in a different than usual direction, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Divinity is more of an open story, open character sort of thing, where Near and Persona are very set characters, and that's definitely yeah. their like Final Fantasy, equally the same. South Park probably this probably similar, and like there's very set path and you are going to be this character and you're probably going to play what this character ultimately decides because that's how the story goes because it's pretty linear right. uh totally I, I... I totally get that divinity sounds like the most uh the most authentic rpg in the in the broadest definition uh... experience but see, I, I I think I agree with the first thing you said when fucking Curly went off the deep end is he's <laughs> he's he's fucking he, he's confusing a, a character that he made versus just plain immersion of a character, right? Like like just because well, you're given a pre written character does not mean you can't be immersed that, in the world. But they, it's they more than that. They, it's they, the way it's the way they gets, integrate yeah, your character. Your character in a gets way pulled that into seems, the world where your character is now part of the world, so when they interact with everyone, there it's not just character creation. They have they have systems set up so that if you start taking your character in a different direction morally or their actions, it the world reacts in the same way as a prefabbed character would. So it's 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 That's like cool. it's it's kind of got that going, which is also why it's probably it's the best RPG. So we've all we've all we've all no, I would we've say, all, I would we all say started the... in a place that we thought we'd get to, and then. And then everyone's <laughs> taking their characters in different directions, and yeah. when like they're like, can someone talk to this chick? Because I can't talk to her because she doesn't respond to me. She fucking hates my character. Can someone talk to her? Like please. Like. So, but I I would say in a similar thing, uh, I, I I would say similarly, if you are a person who is not interested in creating a character or doesn't have the creative faculties to want to build and flesh out a character, you know, from, I don't know if Divinity has prefabs, so maybe, we have, maybe we have eight, eight, eight of them with dripping storylines. Yeah. We've killed them multiple times. <laughs> we killed all of them. <laughs> but, but I'm saying like, uh, that, that's the weird thing is like, that sounds really cool. If you're that type of person. No, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't know how hard persona is, but Divinity is, is tough as well. It's if it's not your jump in and well, play. See, an that, RPG. That's the other problem, right? Is is near Bryce have not played Divinity, and you guys have not played anything else on this list. Yeah, that's true. So that's you're true. you're comparing a very one sided. We're, we're comparing experience. clearly different experiences. So South yes. Park wins, right? Everyone. So no, we Park. obviously give it Destiny to Final too. Fantasy 15 because <laughs> none of us would like Final Fantasy 15. What did Kaz pick for this one, if anything? Persona. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Can we skip these next three? Uh, no, this Kaz, Kaz wants the best fighting game. It, it would probably be Injustice because it's it the most popular one. So Injustice has Nidhogg Batman. Is, is this Nidhogg or Nidhogg 2? I feel like it's supposed to be Nidhogg 2. 
I feel like it's supposed to be as well. <laughs> I don't. Or Nidhogg yeah, finally got a release date or something. <laughs> I'm gonna look, I'm gonna double check. I don't know, but it, we can't talk about this. No it, one has played any of these fucking fighting games. If I do, I, if I do want to play one, it's gonna be Nidhogg too. That's the only one that looks any bit appetizing to me on the yeah, menu as a price. Would say. It would be Nidhogg two or Tekken because I like Tekken Tag two, and I have a friend who plays Tekken seven on PC. All right, well, Bree Susie's then. Uh, handheld game. Uh... <laughs> I don't know any of these. Oh, handheld. Okay, so this is like portable console games because yes. we have a mobile category coming up. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, I, I want to play Samus Returns. I haven't purchased it. I don't know if I ever will, but I... I, I had just played. recently on stream played the fan remake of that, which is AM2R. That was dope. And it was great, and it was so good. And then I watched someone else play Samus Returns, and I was impressed. And I thought that was great too. So I think that was my my favorite moment of this. Um, I don't yeah. know any of the rest of these. I don't play mobile games yeah. for a long time now. Uh, mobile games is Super Hidden Mario Fox. Run, probably. No, it's in folks. Oh, is that like the uh, um, Where's Waldo type game? That's the black and white, all illustrative Waldo type oh, game. Oh, shit. I'm going to write that down. Actually, I do want to check that out. It's in folks. Like Fire Emblem Heroes, I couldn't. Problem is, I don't have any care for Fire Emblem, and I don't think the tactical element of that game is super great compared to another game I would talk about, but would definitely be Collusion. Um, uh, Monument Valley 2, I didn't play. Monument Valley 1 was fine, but short. Old Man's Journey, I don't fucking know what that is. And Super Mario Run. You will someday. Super Mario Run was a tap to jump on the Endless Runner. Yeah, it was a bit trip runner, right. uh, but with Mario. Uh, I, 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 I like the idea of it, but I didn't play it, or I didn't like it enough to buy it. Um, Old Man's Journey, I feel like, I think I've seen that on the App Store, but did not play it. So that's tough. Oh, fucking Pandora is my, my, main, my main app. Pandora? What's Pandora? My, my main mobile app. The music playing. Oh, Pandora music. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, best, uh, shit, we already, uh, we did we, those already. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Best <laughs> multiplayer? Uh, nobody's played any of these. Uh, and then best, uh, game direction, we did that. Uh, best multiplayer, do, I just wrote Overwatch. Over PUBG? I mean, PUBG is in such a terrible state right now, it's like... But the Nothing feeling that you works. had and the memories and the moments. Did Battlefield 1 not come out this year? Yeah, it's fucking no. frustrating, uh, and it makes me mad, and I'd much rather play Overwatch. Battlefield came out October 2016. Ah, okay. Yeah. That would have um Also, Fortnite did not come out. Is Fortnite at 1.0? I don't know that Fortnite should be on this list. I think it's... Uh, I, think, I don't know. Uh, PUBG is not officially really out. I think we're on most anticipated game. Pub, uh, do you want to do anticipated game instead of multiplayer? Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like, okay, that would be next after this. Because um, he's like scrolling and trying to figure. I'm out. I'm just looking at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my list and I'm um, confused at what's in this but, list. But yeah, like I said, best best multiplayer. Like the the best multiplayer experience for me actually is probably Counter Strike, but I I put Overwatch. Like I, like PUBG was great. I had an amazing time with it, and PUBG is supposed to be 1.0 in the coming weeks, so I feel like that's fine. But I've also been playing a lot of Splatoon 2, and that game, 
I have a really fun time with it, despite all of the things that I don't like about any online multiplayer game. So it's those two for me. It's mm-hmm. either Ark for me, Ark or Battlefield 1. Probably Ark. Ark has some really great memories with everybody playing with the fucking drunk kids community. Oh, cool. So, I mean, Ark, Ark, oh, god damn. Ark was such a fucking time investment, so I want to go with that. I, I think I'm going to go with that, to be honest. I choose to remember the good time, the good moments that really stick out to me. I did, of I did. The bad moments, <laughs> the bad moments for me were still good moments. They were still like, like I deserve to die by that fucking weasel. But then yeah. there was it, moments it didn't, uh... when, when, when you do lose, like, something that was something that was crafted from... I mean, that's why I stopped, I'm never going to play it again because of the fucking I'm never going to play it again. <laughs> but from this year, I had a great time with our time with that game. Yeah, I, I think we made our own good time with that, which I don't know. I don't know if we should attribute to the game itself. I think it's like best best game was us <laughs> playing a game. You know? I mean, what other what other we're the winners that, yeah. had, that had that opportunity dinosaurs because no, no one I mean, else enjoyed on. that like <laughs> No one else made Ark. There's no other Ark game out there. And it came out this year. We, we should all play Seven Days to Die. We should. But doesn't necessarily mean... Uh, we are going to... Uh, I'm, I already do. So, yeah, I'm just so I... Uh, the, the the final two categories, right? We're at, we're at those two at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, most anticipated and I think best. And then game, game of, of the year. year. Yeah. So most anticipated. What are you looking forward to? Red Dead. Yo, it's Spider Man. Sp- the Spider Man game fuck? is so confusing. Why it's on the list? Uh, look, that game. Look, if you get away from that really bad and long QTE sequence that they showed off in that one trailer, like Spider-Man looks really good and it's from the people uh, who make good open world games. Curly doesn't world. like comic book stuff. So I don't, don't, I I don't. Comic books. They're the worst comic books fucking suck. But Marvel Spider-Man looks like a good PlayStation game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought Arkham, oh, never mind. I don't want to talk about past stuff. I, I don't, I honestly don't care about any of those games. Even Red Dead Redemption 2. What do you look forward to then? You and probably out. Far Cry Five if it has co-op, like I hope it will. Like they said they would. Yeah, they'll if, say they if said. If Far it Cry does. Five has co-op throughout the game, I'm looking forward to that. Red Dead Redemption, honestly, I'm kind of, I'm just tired of. I, I don't know. It's just me though. Uh, so no, I, 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 I enjoyed I the, the tits off of Red Dead Redemption. I have never been the person who was clamoring for a new Red Dead Redemption. Um, That's me. I know. I mean, like, like I, I want new games, but I don't necessarily care for a new Red Dead Redemption. I think Red Dead Redemption was fantastic. I yeah, because you're not going to piss it. yourself over Last of Us Two. It's yeah. a good shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. some story mm-hmm. to tell there. I feel uh, like oh, I, mm, okay. so. Here, here it is, uh-huh. cats, cats. Right. Red Dead Redemption was great, and in the DLC. And all of the shit that's happened since then, they've told a great story of John Marston. They've told a great story okay. of the Wild West and all that bullshit. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's still a story to be told. 
There's still a, a story to be told in the last. Yeah, there, it's, there's infinite story for all of this stuff. There's story there coming is, out, but there as long as there's good right stories, good stories. stories, good stories. Right. I mean, like, are you trying to say that they told the one Wild West story, my dude? What? What? What else do you want? I, it's, <laughs> they. Yeah, because I really want more of Last of Us after the fucking I want, that game well, I want, ended. But I, but I, there are still things to tease. There's still, there's still like lines. There's still conclusions. The to game make ended. For Last of Us. Yeah, it did. But those people are still alive. So what? I don't care anymore. What's up, titties? It's not what your you, pick. What do you want? What do you want in from from Red Dead Redemption? Like, what do you what do you just want? I I love that world. I love that universe. I love how Rockstar tells stories about characters and people and situations and and make and 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 creates characters that you initially think you're not going to care about, and then you end up fucking falling in love with the characters. And the gameplay is always, I, like, it's always. It, it it's never terrible. It's exactly what you want it to be. It it doesn't try too hard. Like Rockstar knows how to do both parts of of game making. They know how to tell a story and they know how to make a game. I think I would like to just explain myself a little bit. Uh, after loving Red Dead Redemption One and Grand Theft Auto Four and all the DLC, I loved all that all that shit. I loved all those characters. I loved the DLC. Grand Theft Auto Four has some amazing moments. Playing mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five, and it was just the same thing over and over again. A bunch of annoying, villainous characters yelling at each other, getting into the same problem over and over again. It was like a, a weird black comedy that didn't have a real purpose to what they were doing. There's no, yeah, but that's, I don't know. That's and Grand I Grand Theft see, Auto. That's a different beast. But it is a significant, for, for like four, it is it, a, it is a surprisingly shallow Grand Theft Auto story. Relatively speaking, for Rockstar, and that affected me. And I and I see the, yes. the redemption. It looks like you play as a shitty fucking dude in in fucking Dutch's crew, and I just it, it's already happened as well. It's it's before John Morrison's story where he gets to redeem himself, which was an amazing journey. And I'm just kind of I don't want to just go around. I don't know. I'm just not. It's not looking forward to more I, of that. I, I'm becoming tired I, of the amazing stories that they're putting out. I guess. I just, I don't know. I love the aesthetic that Rockstar gives me in a video game. I love the way it presents exploration to me. I love the way it kind of, it, it allows me to like. I think it's going to be a good me, game. I think it's going to be good. For me, like yeah, Rockstar I mean... games, I can get really immersed in the characters in a Rockstar game, right? Like, because it speaks to me. Uh, like, I love kind of the movie-esque thing that rockstar does with its games um and the, and the way it, it it lets you it, it it gives you this this opportunity to tell a story or it just kind of gives you this opportunity to fucking fuck off for two hours and then come back to it and never miss a beat and never feel like you've missed a beat you know um i will say yeah the the, the newest grand theft auto is is it's interesting. I, it's I a transitional. Like it's almost characters. a transitional Grand Theft Auto into this. Yeah. yeah. Like they, it's almost like they want. I think they had plans to do story DLC, but it even is. the characters didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like nothing happened for them. Yeah, yeah. Like GTA Five is definitely like the most action movie story in a GTA, and it really shows. 
Uh, and the fact that they came out and said, yeah, no, we were going to do story DLC, but everyone's playing online. So we're just going to keep focusing on online until RDR2 comes out. And it's like, yeah, that's probably fine. I don't really give a shit what any of those people do. And also you made a lot of people kill some of those people off. So fucking fuck off. Yeah. And I think the other thing for me too is, is like you said, who, who's been waiting for this is, is it's literally me. I've been, I've been anticipating Red Dead games since Red Dead Revolver. Like I loved Red Dead Revolver so much, and when I found out it wasn't gonna, there wasn't gonna be more of that because I I love the Wild West aesthetic, mm-hmm. and then Rockstar picked it up, which is a, a a a production house that I really like the way that they tell stories, right? And yeah, like John Marston is a really great character who's looking for redemption, right, from from all the bad things he does, but I don't always need that character to have a great experience. I can I can be just a shitty yeah. dude who's being a shitty dude and still have this great experience and trying to figure out what makes this dude a shitty dude. Like, I don't need a, I don't it's, need a redeeming character to it's make couch me enjoy the better game. though. And I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to keep going on about it, but, and I, and I won't, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to far cry five. If it has co-op, which I guess it does. Uh, so my argument for Marvel Spider-Man is that, I think that this could be a game that makes me feel like a superhero. Uh, And it's from Sucker Punch, who made Infamous, which was a superhero series that did a very good job of putting you in the shoes of a superhero in an open world setting and making that open world fun to explore. Uh, And... I I I I I'll say it. I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. I have no shits about comic book canon. I don't care who fucking fights yeah. who. I don't want to watch the movies generally. Um, but a, I really liked Homecoming, and I think <laughs> <laughs> I liked Homecoming like in spite of not liking Home, a lot of Marvel. Homecoming movies, like. is really good. It's really good. Uh, yeah, and it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I just um, watched it. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah it's okay, a cute okay. movie. Yeah, it, took, it took him how many tries to get Spider-Man decent, uh, you know? right? Uh, like two reboots, uh, six fucking exactly. films. Exactly. Like... Whoa, the fucking hey, hey, first I, Tobey I, Maguire one is actually really good. Yeah, it is. And then, it is, and then there were yeah. six movies until then. <laughs> uh, uh, and the 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 footage that they put out of the combat stuff, and if you're telling me that we're mixing like the good like city web slinging plus good Arkham style fighting plus sucker punch making the environment. Like I, I think that is a recipe. You'd have to fuck that recipe up really bad. And I do think QTEs will do it. I do think that people they, have fucked that recipe up pretty bad. I, mean, I think they can, but I think the that they won't. Are, are pretty solid as far as a Batman yeah. video yeah. game goes. Granted, it's not it's not WB. It's not WB doing it. It's it's Sucker Punch and their track record for maybe putting the final nails in those games is not always great. But I think that that could be a very solid, very big game. Um, I'm surprised no one I, is God of War just too many well trodden ideas right now. So so uh, I I like I I, I kind of want to be the jerker off that went with the God of War option, but um, <laughs> there's never been a great God of War game 
that. But what if it's a different God of War game? It's, okay, maybe. It is. But you know what they you know what they showed game. you know what they showed at all of the the conferences and all the E3s is cinematic storyline. Uh, so I love the God of War cinematic storyline. I love the 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 uh, where he's at now and he's he's got a kid and his mom's dead and he's trying love to teach the kid and he's trying to do the whole like. I just love the whole father fucking kid persona thing. I love everything about that we're doing. That being said, you know, as soon as you get to take control of the controller and you're like, all right, play time. And it's going to be XXX square. XXX square. They've showed gameplay stuff that make it look more of a... That make it look not like a hack and slash like the other God of War games. Like they have gone out of their way to show God of War as a significantly different game it, than the previous one. It looks one. like a Resident Evil 3 to Resident Evil 4 jump. Yeah. Which is in, kind in of which way, is interesting. I but, hope yeah. so hard. <laughs> I, I think it's definitely a dark horse. I hope. I, I mean, not for a lot of people. You know, it's not going to be a dark horse. People are going to be like, oh, fucking. Yeah. Why are oh, it's on this to, list, huh? Uh, yeah. XXXX square. No one's going to complain that they can't do that. Uh, and then Monster Hunter World Monster Hunter World is another Monster Hunter game fucking whatever welcome back to Sony I can't wait I hope it's great (laughs) they've given me no reason to be excited about it Uh, because it's not for you it's for people who play Monster Hunter and those people are glad that they don't have to buy you know what's fucking for me Last of Us 2 most anticipated that's like I mean but all that Last Uh, of Us it's just like (laughs) What I yes. I hope all of that and more until dawn. Uh-huh. It's like it's a game yes. you play for streams. Oh oh, the thing I do. It's like oh. why, yes. why don't you just watch Walking Dead on Rabbit and get the same fucking experience? I wish I could without uh, getting fucking copyright notices. Uh, I can do that with games now. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am excited for Last of Us Two. Uh, everything they've shown, everything they've talked about being. Uh, uh, Possibly Ellie's mother storyline. Uh, I I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Fucking I'm in. soap opera for fuck's sake. Yes, yes, and yes. All of me. I know. I, I wish it would be cooler for all of you, but I'm not. I'm, I'm happy not that for guy. You. I'm happy. I'm, happy. I'm so excited. And then let's think about the title as well. The Last of Us. Hey, like yes, that's a working title. Okay, Destiny, it's, a, it's not a, Destiny Two. They're coming up. Two. They're coming up Final with a better Fantasy title. Fantasy Ten Two. More last. More if last. You of- knew the Last of Us wasn't really about the Last of Us. <laughs> it was about the Last of Us. You have to understand. Oh, now it's all crystal clear. Yeah, like, I don't what? know. That that game for me is I played it and I don't ever want to play it again. I don't actually, if I could live my life with ever having Kaz explain why he doesn't like Last of Us, I would live my life a happy man. I said ever. why. It, it's terrible gameplay. It's super fucking easy gameplay. Like, like that game was not as a game. There was no struggle there for me at all ever. I breezed through the fucking game of that game. Like the monsters are so easy to fucking take out. Like there's re- literally no stress in that yeah. game ever. I thought I thought it was pretty tough. It's a no, it's fucking like it's it. trash of a game. It's a great wow. story though. Wow, it's a great story. Oh, I though. think it's a trash story. I think it's got great gameplay. That's so crazy. Is that weird? I like the gameplay, mm-hmm. and I thought the story. I was like 
please be I, over cutscene. I, I, I think the gameplay is the worst Naughty Dog has ever done. Yeah, Naughty Dog's I, done fucking Uncharted 1? Oh, maybe not Uncharted 1. Maybe Uncharted 2. <laughs> Like, no. I don't, I, I don't know. Right, the one was, was pretty bad. Like, <laughs> the one was like, yeah, a but they said they got a point where, like, you know, you're supposed to be scared of these things, and then you you realize you can just take them out so easily, even on harder difficulty. It's just like, oh, just do this, and you're, like, you're done. Just like do the, this, and you're done. The best version of the of Red of Last of Us would be Resident Evil Seven because you're experiencing the story, yeah. like, and you're playing the game at the same time. And the, the, it's not necessarily a difficult game, but the atmosphere is so oppressive that it feels like stressful just walking around a house and talking to fucking mm. crazy people. Anyways, I'm I'm anticipating danger in that game. Ever. I'm anticipating Last of Us Two, whatever it may be called, as my most anticipated. Okay. Wait. Last of Us was, what did I keep calling it? Ladder Simulator 2017? Like, that's just... We get it. You're I, too cool for school. My no, I'm just saying, like, that That was the, the most mechanical part of that game, was go get a ladder and bring it over here. More than the shooting and... The, the shooting is stealth? so easy in that game. The the shooting is so easy in that game, and the stealth is, like, never, laughable. Never really? Wow, we never played it. All right. I didn't play a single ounce of it. It's so it's such a handholdy game to me. Please uh, go to the next category, Curly. Like, what did you think this hell is for? I know, I know. I know. <laughs> All right, so that was that. That was it. This is the the game of the year, guys. Game Ote year. I picked Persona Five. Super Mario. I mean, you Super know, you, at Odyssey. this point, we've already discussed what makes our fucking favorite games easy peasy. Yeah. For me, uh, Super Mario Odyssey takes the cake. It is just so giving in a way that video games are not. I feel I feel bad because uh, at this point I can't explain it as well as I want to, but it is you know, a start at the very beginning, a fucking beautiful playground for you to enjoy yourself in. And then when you seek when you want to seek out the things that make a game hard. You can do those, or you can just move on. All the all the things you guys are saying about Mario Odyssey is is Darkwood for me. All the if you are want to seek out a difficult area to go plunder for gear or whatever, and there's just so much there, and the game keeps on going, and it's all very it's so good. If you like, but I like horror. I like the oppressive atmosphere. I like being scared and like scraping by. And I like the mystery of it, and and that because those are things that I cherish from a game. That Darkwood is the most generous game that I have played this year, and I can't. I have to play it again. I have to actually beat it. I have. I, 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 I can't wait for you to go back to it. I want you to do it on stream. I would love to be. Part I hope. Of that. I hope they didn't make it easier. <laughs> I want. I want. I want to see your experience because, like, honestly, like I know my experience of the current build, or at least the build that I played during October, and uh, I want you to play that game again. That'd be great. So I think I I definitely for me hands down it's Super Mario Odyssey like no question about it. Um I think that The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a great game. I think it's fantastic. And I also think it is a little yeah. 
I'll just say Breath of the Wild is not for me. Uh, I think it's fantastic, but I think that the way that it presents itself and the way that it expects me to spend my time is not the way I would like to do so. Every, um, every game has these points where yeah. usually from uh, from a viewer, from a reviewer standpoint, you're like, man, this is really great, but I really wish I didn't have to deal with this part. Or this part is a really big of a slog, and I really wish I didn't have to do that. I fucking every part of Odyssey was just 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 right. Yes, yeah, man. It's Let's just, go. Let's fucking well, it, go. And like, some some of them were a little a little maybe like ah, I'm gonna get this eventually. But every part of it was like I I fucked up. Okay, now I'm gonna make it a better. And here we go. Let's go. And it like what I genuinely love about Mario Odyssey is that it is a a learnable game. I think uh, when I was doing the final challenge of the game, fi- final challenge of the game, um, it is a it is a huge undertaking, uh, and uh, you get no continues, and it's just one long, extended challenge sequence. And it's one of those things where you, where I felt myself better understanding it, and as a result, better understanding the mechanics of the game which meant that I felt even better going back into the world and all of these different maps uh, to explore it with a new sense of uh, a new heightened sense of movement, which is is paramount for a 3D platformer, Um, but also satisfaction because that was a multi-hour learning experience and the, the, the just the huge relief of beating it. Uh, was incredible and it and and it, it it gives you so much more and and very little of it is impossible like the only like really impossible fucking things on that game are the jump rope and the volleyball um you, you can hack those. <laughs> yeah there are glitches and also but also you could just buy more stars you can just buy stars and not get those and i think you can still get the 999 moon thing or moons, what, whatever what what, what uh... What I love what you're saying though is that it's like so you you go to the end of the world and this is what I love about games like Dark Souls and then up you know in Mario Odyssey is you you go through the game and you and I treated everything like I I, I was like okay I know how to do this and I know that and then I realized like there were some there were sometimes I'm like oh there's a star up there I don't really know my own skill set enough to know how I'm gonna get to that uh, maybe I'll learn. And then when you when, what what I found fascinating is like is like I kept thinking I was gonna learn a new skill, and I never learned a new skill. When I got to the end of the game, I had the same skill set I started the game with, but I was much more uh, agile and more av- av- uh, ab- uh, able to take care of of the situations that were there. And I was like, oh shit! I got I went back to the first level in the first world, and I was like, oh, I can just boo 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 doo throw a hat boo doo and I'm here. You know. I think what's interesting, and I, I mean, I want to play Mario Odyssey someday, and I hope I enjoy it as much as, but you guys seem, you guys are like on the different ends of the spectrum, so there's like, you appreciate it, Bryce, because it's giving, but it doesn't like, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily extremely challenging, whereas Curly is seeking out these challenging things of his own volition and being rewarded for that, or taking some weird path that you shouldn't be taking. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, when I describe it as generous, I mean, it is super accessible and I don't think, 
I think that's uh, not to be discounted. But uh, I, I, I've called it uh, generous uh, in in other outlets. Um, in uh, there's a really great le- lecture that I really think everybody should go listen to, The Secret of Psalms 46. Um, that is all about des- game design and and Easter eggs and what uh, 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 master works of art uh, do and and why we are inspired by them and and why we why people go and and try to decipher the Bible and try to find things in sheet music. It's because these things are on face value incredibly generous with uh, not just what they give but how they are made and and that they are. Uh, uh, very polished, and and that 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 is the context that I describe Super Mario Odyssey as being generous. In that, not only uh, does it have a lot to do, but it it goes out of its way to uh, treat you with the most giving respect. Uh, you mm. know, the big the big promotional thing right before Mario came out was like, oh yeah, Mario can take a a dinosaur. Like, isn't that wild? And that's like one of the first things you do in that game. And it keeps finding new ways to surprise you and give you new experiences. So, I I mean, I I do think there is a level of accessibility to it. Um, But just in terms of like just generous game design, if you look at, I mean, fucking all of this battle. Star Wars Battlefront shit going on right now, <laughs> and Michael microtransactions. Like you would think, someone would look at Mario Odyssey or any number of other games that are coming out today that are generous with their consumers and their players, and would take more more pages out of those. Because I I would like to think that a game like that, like like Odyssey or any other number of games, um, Mar- will rise still above. carrying a torch. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, you can be a dinosaur if you only pay the loot box. (laughs) (laughs) Even, even there. Okay. Hold on. But even, even in, in the case of like external hardware, right? Super Mario Odyssey supports Amiibo, right? And if you have, if you have the Mario Odyssey Amiibo, you can unlock those costumes. Well, those costumes are also in the game. And they're unlockable and they're, uh, you know, they're a thing to work towards, right? Um, but they're not ever, like, kept in this amiibo-shaped cage, right? Uh, you can use other amiibo to help you, like, find stars and find coins. But also you can just do that in-game. <laughs> like, like that's an, a, a strange amount of respect for the person at the controller. For 2017... Strange amount. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Persona Five. A uh, uh, a real quick like thing for Persona Five. It's it is uh, it continues to be it, it is probably the best like JRPG. Very the best like traditional JRPG. Since Persona Three. I'm sorry. Are you saying Persona Three is better than Persona Four? No. Uh, <laughs> yes and no and <laughs> I, I I think it I think it is the height of those games uh but I think by virtue of having even more systems and even more going on it makes the onboarding process of that game like 
exhaustively long. You have to play Persona uh, like ten hour, eight to ten hours before you're actually out of all of the hand-holding stuff. And even then, because it is this anime-style story, it has to shepherd you from one episode to the other and very clearly lay out, oh, hey, you can't do anything right now. You're kind of in the transitional period of the narrative, so you need to go to sleep right now. And I, I think that is it's clunky in the way that those games can be, and I think that's unfortunate. So we all agree, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, best game of the year. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, what is Kaz pick? What's your choice, Kaz? You pick Persona? Tell us about Persona. I mean, it's, it's all the thing. It, it's just something that I enjoy. I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't, I just don't care for the Mario thing. That's just for me. It's just, that's what it is. Yeah. Can you, can, can you talk about why you like Persona? I've just, I've, I've just, I yeah. like that style of JRPG. I actually enjoy the time management. I actually enjoy the, the, like in, in four, I, I, poo-pooed it at first but i loved the relationship building and like all that little shit and i love those little nuancey things that persona has as a jrpg because i i find them interesting and they're and they're fun for me cool and i didn't play nice. horizon zero dawn I, battlegrounds I, I, is so kind of a shit game right now and i've, I've said this too many times no i don't one... care about nintendo games yeah so many people I know played Persona, and I just I feel bad that I never touched it. I I, I have no it, idea. It would be your thing. It just I, it, it, it would be my thing or not my other thing. No, you would not understand it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I won't touch you it. Would you would very easily be like, oh, this is dumb. Why would you do this? <laughs> oh, this also, is dumb. Um, I I don't want to keep bragging on Persona, but also like the translation on that game is not great. No. <laughs> You don't. You don't do the dubs in those games. I mean, so so I had the moment of uh of the 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 the, the pub gut discussion, the player player unknowns battleground, where there was the Twitter account that was like, "We're this early in the alpha uh, stage. Why would you expect our game to be anything like that?" And I was like, uh, I retweeted. I was like, "This from the guy who's up for." game of the year <laughs> award. <laughs> like, like, well, and, and I think. Man, it's so weird. Like, I know Giant Bomb, like, is being very deliberate about how they're handling this because normally they don't consider games for their nominations if they're not fully, if they don't have an official release. Yeah. And so yeah. I think technically, PUBG is officially releasing either next week or in two weeks from now because they're considering 1.0 to go along with the console release and when they oh. add. And success is is success, you know. And, and, and we're they, in they have games are becoming point, very yeah. fluid in their development as well. PUBG won't I I I would say PUBG probably won't have the same certainly won't have the same firebrand, uh, but it may not be as popular next year as it is this year. And it would be weird mm -hmm. to like try to retrofit any of that shit. So, so the tweet was I well this is from Player Unknown. Well, I previously said that PUBG would run at a higher FPS at the Xbox uh, launch on twelve twelve. I want to clarify that PUBG will run at 30 frames per second across all Xbox One consoles. We're constantly refining the game and exploring options to increase frames per second. While this early in dev, we're unable to confirm more. And mm -hmm. my 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 response was also up for Game of the Year award. 
<laughs> just like I, so I mean, is so is Destiny. Destiny Two I, is still in active development. I, I'm not gonna. Def- I don't want to. I don't give a shit about fucking PUBG, but uh, he. I don't think he decides what's in Game of the Year. It's just super <laughs> fucking successful. He doesn't have a choice. So so the, the like, fuck, the, I gotta finish this game before people start fucking going nuts about how great it is. I wanted to. I wanted to bring that up because I do agree with you, Sam. Actually, like the fact that the. The the fact that the game quote unquote isn't released yet, I wish that happened sh- to my album. Sh- <laughs> I'm not done with it, guys. Wait till you see it's finished. A Dude. shit ton of people are playing Kanye it. did that. <gasps> Kanye did that. He fixed wolves. Damn, damn it. Hip hop. Sam, we better write Kanye. Um, I can only wish. <laughs> but but uh, the 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 uh, the game is being played by millions of people. So regardless of the fact <laughs> that it's released or not, it's a game that's being played. Call it, call it fucking, yeah. call it fucking, uh, you know, new grounds. Call it fucking early access. New call grounds. it whatever you want. It's it's a game that's so so no. Before Steam came around, and no one really had release dates for their like shit. You just put a game out and said this is the game, right? The game was being mm-hmm. played. Now now we have these, this determination of early access or whatever. Um, yeah. Now it's it's got a glorified status. It's like, oh, you shouldn't expect anything from an early access game. Well, except everyone's playing it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we should. And we all gave you sixty dollars. So maybe we should. <laughs> well, then what do you boycott it? What what do you yeah, want? Yeah. I mean, oh, so also, with... PUBG's, PUBG is isn't public only thirty or forty dollars. It's the same. Yeah, I think it's thirty bucks. Just talking about man hours as well. He put in, you know, sixty dollars. Yeah, time I'm picking up fucking loot. Uh, oh yeah. Everybody got a times four. Doesn't times matter four. actually because Pubba is not up because Pubba loses to fucking Mario Odyssey. Game of the year, sure. problem solved. Yeah, I'll tell you this. DKG well Mar- published. Yeah, Mario Odyssey deserves it. But I definitely see the Game Awards voters picking Player Unknown's Battleground. I don't think so. I, I think can't it's... even guess what the fuck people are going to pick. Odyssey will take it. I hope so. But that is that. Uh, okay, well, that, that is the end of our show. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta do this more often. <laughs> Spread so it out. I'm so tired. I'm so done. I hate video games. I hate talking. This about is not it even. Now. It's not even like the 2018 Fucking prediction show. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I hate everything about what we just did. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, you've been here uh, for way longer than you should have. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, we're gonna come back to, to this again Thursday. Please come back for the Thursday show, the companion show to this, where we actually... Thursday show can't be longer than the Game Awards. It's literally only going to be an hour and a half. It's literally only going to be an hour and a half. And the beautiful thing is, there won't be any questionable ends to it. Every answer is going to be the definitive answer. So, there'll be like, Super Stamp, uh, Animal Crossing, best handheld game of all time. Done. Uh... It's actually not up for votes. I think I think it's still still the other ones. This is a good example of what we won't have to yeah. go through next yeah, time. You won't have to deal with any of this. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are beautiful. Thank you guys, you Sam, 
and Bryce and even Kaz. I know you're sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel so bad that this is Kaz. You were sick. Kaz is not feeling good. Look at him. Look, he's just fucking he's got dying. What the <laughs> fuck? Fucking he's got toxic, one foot dude. in the grave, dude. Look at this guy. Yo, dog. I got a nice coffin, dog. <laughs> Velveteen coffin. As long as it has no, the I'm gonna fucking. I'm going to go pound fucking Benadryl in a minute, dog. Oh, that sounds great. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end the stream here. Thank you guys for being here. I will I will I will I'll pick my own title. Uh, it's probably just gonna be the same. I already I already put it. I put yeah. pre pre game awards. Yeah, that's that's the point. Uh, unfortunately, that's the way we do it. Um, but again, this this is an accompaniment episode to the Thursday show. So be here for Thursday. Other than that, I will see you guys tomorrow. We're probably gonna try to do the new island of nine game oh. if nikon what wants to do it i gave nikon a key and we have oh. some extra stream keys to give away if anyone's interested in the new also also you gotta crisis battleground some, so uh the other day they did the solo server test so you could only play solos right now yesterday. we can only do duos uh, yeah but they switch they switch it up sometimes but I think it should still only be duos for like Man, the next week. Man, I am a douchebag. The more people I know are getting interested in this game, the less interested I'm getting in this game. It, it's not a game. It's, it's not a, a game. It's a flash in the pan, dude. It's going to be gone in a, in a hot minute. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm interested again. <laughs> the Battle Anyways. Royal game style has just been around forever and interest. I don't know. It's it gotten weirdly popular in the last year. I want to stop talking to people on the internet. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> iTunes. Have a great time. Subscribe. Uh, internet. Uh, clip clop. Chill. Uh, you Chill. know how you know how to find us. Boo uh, a boop. This is the song. Uh, we're on, we're on iTunes. You know that. You've already probably subscribed. If you didn't like, rate, comment, upvote. Sam, I love that fucking shirt. It looks like trash on the screen. Oh, you don't have to see that any more than that. <laughs> That's all there's left. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> I got a bad shirt. Oh, no. Have a great night, everybody. I'll see you guys Thursday.